He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. Thank you. I'm Drew Berquist. This is my show. That was Joe Biden doing what he's he's been doing this recently where he takes like two steps, two steps, a little bit more brisk steps. I can only presume to come off as though or try and demonstrate as though he's he's got some vigor in him still. It's not working. No, that's exactly what he's trying to do. He's trying to be like, oh, I still, you know, I'm energetic. Yeah. And I, I have a little pep in my step. It's it's weak. And like well, everything else he does, it's weak. Everything he does, it's weak. And and it's you got to do more than two, Joe. And here's the other thing: once you do those two, you know what's going through his brain as he gets to the second step is like, oh no, where am I? Like, <laughs> I've strayed too far. No, it's been two steps. You're fine. You're gonna be okay, maybe. But <clears throat> I, I I keep seeing the clips. I haven't showed any. I had to show it today just because I keep seeing them. Um, he did it off the plane the other day. I think he did it to the plane the day, you know, a couple days prior to that. It's it's just been happening. It had to be addressed. And he always has those goofy arm movements that are like. Yeah. Yeah, which is really, if you look back at the clip, I think probably, which we don't need to do. That's probably what's moving more. It's yeah. just, it's it's like the, it's it's the illusion of movement. It's like uh, he's using his arms to propel him. Yes. To get that little, little energy in his step. And there we go. Was it like a running start? I don't, even, I don't even know if that was two steps, if we're if we're being yeah. honest. Uh, but let's stay with the White House, because obviously we had Jamal Bowman, who's just not smart, pulled the fire alarm yesterday. We talked about that. But Peter Ducey asked in kind of a more lighthearted. Yeah, it's a, it's a legit question, but a more lighthearted moment in the press room yesterday at the White House. If KJP... Thought oh, we not have that one yet. I, it, it's I don't see it in here, but okay. let me make sure I got but, it. So they're having their conversation and they're talking about it, and and Ducey decided that he needed to bring it up as as people should have. So he asked uh, KJP if Biden had ever or would ever pull a fire alarm to get out of a meeting or anything for that matter. Take a listen. Would President Biden ever try to get out of a meeting by pulling a fire alarm? <laughs> Talking about something specifically? A Democratic <laughs> member of Congress pulled a fire alarm around a series of votes. No fire. Is that appropriate? What I can tell you is uh, I'm not talking to, spoken to the president about this, uh, and so just not going, just not going to comment. I will leave it up to. I know there's a House process moving forward right now. I'll leave it to the House. <laughs> okay. All right. So no. No, I mean, look, it was kind of a jovial, joking question, and you still are giving no answers. I mean, you lie all the time. Why not just lie? Like, no, he would never do that. He's never done that. Now, I'm, Lord knows what Joe's done. I mean, he does all sorts of creepy things to children, his own daughter. I mean, it's 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 likely that he's probably pulled a fire alarm or called in a bomb threat at some point in his life. I think he's probably, like, squeezed the pendant, you know, to let everybody know that he's fallen and can't get up. Oh, life alert. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, life alert. The, he's got he's got a standing shower. Do you think he has a standing shower? Is that one of the retro fits they, fits they did for the White House for him? I believe they have a walk-in tub. Mm. Mm. Yes. 
Makes perfect sense. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Um, okay. Uh, on a serious note, today marks the 30th year anniversary of the Battle of Mogadishu in Somalia. Uh, the events that happened on this day, October 3rd, back in 1993. We all have seen the movie. Some of us know people who were there fighting that day. Uh, that is the movie known as Black Hawk Down, which is one of the greatest war movies, by the way, of all time. Phenomenal, phenomenal movie. Uh, ridiculous what happened there that day. But important that we remember important days, important events or series of events that happened in history. And that is what happened today, 30 years ago, 30 years ago. Gary Gordon and Randy Shugard, the two Delta operators that asked for permission, was not, were denied three times, and finally they were given, well, we, we can't help you if you go down there, and went down there and defended the second Black Hawk crash with Mike Durant until they end up running out of ammunition and got overrun. Yeah. Well, and you know what's crazy? I mentioned um, Mike Ritland's episode the other day, and I forget the, the dude's name who was on it. I, I apologize. I don't know him personally, which is which is why it would be worse if I did. But if you look up Mike Drop on, on YouTube— with Mike Ritland. It's one of the ones um, from Black Hawk Down. But he's a Delta operator. He was there. Really good conversation. Again, I've already encouraged you to go listen to it. It was a great conversation. I, I suggest you guys do here as well because um, <clears throat> it was great. But what, one thing I didn't know about it, I presumed that there were more Delta operators on the ground that day. Tom Satterley. Satterley. That's right. <clears throat> Satterley. Great one. Search that. Search that one. Uh, if there's a YouTube link, actually, let's drop that in the Rumble. Roger. But but Saturday was talking about how many and I forget the number, but it was a lot more CAG operators there than people reported and knew about, which is how it's supposed to be, of course. But I, I forget the number. But when he said it, Mike asked him how many were there and he was like, oh, and, he, and he shared the number. I was like, holy shit, that that <laughs> they were there in force. Like, yeah, that was the Clinton's first uh, Bill Clinton's first major operation was Operation Restore Hope. Uh, we all remember the scenes of the Navy SEALs coming on shore, and the media was there to greet them. <laughs> and then it just went downhill from there. Like so many other things. Uh, so many other things. But, um, man, well, I, now I feel like I need to watch that movie tonight. I'm, I'm totally going to yeah. watch it tonight. So, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's such a good movie. and it's, but, it, but it's so important, too. I mean, the messages in the movie and, and what— our people, our, our folks who are on that that pointy end of the spear do. Uh, obviously, when the shit hits the fan like it did that day, but what, what they do on, a, on any given day, because any given day, while it shouldn't, can turn out just like that day. And sometimes it does. And sometimes it's circumstance. Sometimes it's because of politicians back home. Uh, there's a lot of things that go into it. But 30 years ago today, a lot of people lost their lives. A lot of people did some real heroic shit, too. So um, <clears throat> just keep that in, in mind as you approach the rest of the day. And also, I mentioned uh, Shugart and Gordon. They were posthumously awarded the um, uh, Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor. Yeah. Boom. Hopefully the president didn't just walk off after putting it on. <laughs> still, that still was one of the greatest clips of this year. And, and, and greatest in terms of entertainment value, not greatest in terms of uh, the look for our country. What made that clip the greatest, in my opinion, was the look of that photographer. The female yes. photographer. I was, <laughs> was going to say the same thing. Where she's just like, where is he going? Yes. Okay. <laughs> like, Mr. President, Mr. President. Okay. He's gone. No, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, he's always gone. He's been gone since he got here, lady. Uh, he just has. We got a lot to get to today. So Matt Gates, we talked a lot about Matt Gates yesterday. Hopefully people don't think we are, I should say me, uh, we're being too hard on him. I just was opening it up for discussion. Like Matt Gates, hoping that Matt Gates is as is, is, is real as the stuff that he says. 
But he filed a motion to vacate the chair, as he said that he would. So that happened. We're going to talk about it. McCarthy responded. You had Trump, who was in court yesterday. And I'm not sure if you guys have followed this. We've got more than these stories. But just as kind of a teaser, we've also got the story of former Dodgers pitcher uh, Trevor Bauer, who was accused of sexual assault by some random-ass chick. Um, not random. They, they were familiar with each other. But there's more to the story. Um, things went south for him. He finally came out if you haven't seen it on social media and shared his version of the story and, and brought the receipts, we're going to talk about that. We got a lot to, to cover today, but before we get into all of that, as always, I've got to remind you because it's important that you're looking after your savings, whether it's your IRA, 401k combination of both regular old savings account guys, there's so much happening with the U S economy right now, the global economy for that matter. There's so much happening with the, the value of the dollar going down, and there's lots of concerns. Everyone should be at minimum concerned. I'm not trying to scare people, but you should be concerned with what you're seeing, what we're all experiencing, and you should talk to my friends over at American Alternative Assets, who can give you a free wealth protection guide, walk you through ways to invest in gold and silver IRAs, and protect your hard-earned savings. The stats and the numbers for gold, silver, and precious metals writ large over the years are astonishing. So be smart, get ahead, whether it's positioning some of your funds into that, all of your funds into that, whatever makes sense for you. Everyone's story and situation is different, but they can help walk you through that. Give them a call. It's 833-287-2465. That's 833, the number two, USA Gold. Or you can visit protectfrombiden.com. Make that call, guys, or go to that website, fill out the really brief and simple form. I think you're going to be glad that you did. Okay, so Gates said that he was going to, if, if this thing went through, file a motion to vacate the speaker. And let's go to the one before this, if we've got it. This yep, one, yeah, that it, one there. Got, it got all jumbled up. Um, and let's play this one. This is him filing the motion. Take a listen. From what, for what purpose does the, does the gentleman from Florida now seek recognition? Mr. Speaker, pursuant to Clause 2A1 of Rule 9, I rise to give notice of my intent to raise a question of the privileges of the House. The gentleman will state the form of his resolution. Declaring the office of Speaker of the House of Representatives to be vacant. Resolved that the office of Speaker of the House of Representatives is hereby declared to be vacant. Under Rule 9, a resolution offered from the floor by a member other than the majority leader or the minority leader as a question of the privileges of the House has immediate precedence only at a time designated by the chair within two legislative days after the resolution is properly noticed. Pending that designation, the form of the resolution noticed by the gentleman from Florida will appear in the record at this point. The chair will not at this point determine whether the resolution constitutes a question of privilege. That determination will be made at the time designated for consideration of the resolution. The chair will now continue with one minute speech. All right, so scene setting there, right? You've got Gates who, who files it. You've got the the traditional house business going on there, reading the rules, stating for the record what's happening. I can see on one of the screens over here right now, people debating it in the house as we speak. They're, they're in there talking about it and figuring out what they're going to do with this. But after it happened, after he made this announcement, people are like, oh, no, don't do it, Matt, don't do it. Some people are like, Matt, do it. We all have our different opinions on it, right? He then has a, a gaggle of reporters around him after filing the motion. Here was that scene. 
If there's a deal made with Democrats, the only deal is, is to make one with McCarthy, because I'm not offering anything and won't offer anything. And by the way, you, if the Democrats want to own Kevin McCarthy, they can have it. Because one thing I'm at peace with is when we stand here uh, a week from now, I won't own Kevin McCarthy anymore. He won't, but you won't belong to me. So if the Democrats want to adopt him, they can adopt well, him. Can we go back to a still from that real quick? This has nothing to do with anything. Scoot it back or forward, I guess, depending where you are in the clear. You go right there. That's good. The guy in the back, strong hair and beard game. It's like Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, like it looks like kind of like a brown twill uh, blazer, too. Like he's really leaning into the journalistic spirit of of the 1980s. And then there's like, that woman to the left with those awkward aviator glasses. Yeah, those are different. Those I are like different. those. Yeah. No, I like them, too, but they're but they're... It, both of them are kind of saying, let's go back. And is that that guy's beard on the right, or is that someone else's hair that looks like is now his That's beard? That's someone else's he- hair that looks like it's the Asian fella's beard. I think it's his beard because it comes down to a point. No, I think it's his hair. I think it's his hair. Oh, no. No, no. It's the dude's face. Okay, I see it now. Yeah. I see it. Um, <laughs> anyways, point being with those two clips, he's filed the motion. People are talking about it. People know that there's going to be a lot of drama that's about to unfold on the Hill. Again, I'm, I'm watching it happen right here um, in the studio as we speak. And like a steady stream of creamed corn oozing out of Biden's mouth, McCarthy fired off a strongly worded tr- uh, tweet in response to this. Here's what he said. It was pretty simple. He said, bring it on. Three words and a period. That doesn't count as a word, right? That's just punctuation. Yeah. Three words. Bring it on. And then Matt Gates responded. You can see bring it on in the below. And Matt Gates says, just did. Yeah. This is heated. It's getting real heated. Then Elon Musk poured on top. This exchange is amazing, he says. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so you, you, I, I, I feel like we're watching a game of I know you are, but what am I with, mm. with all of this? I mean, that's how it, how it all feels. And, 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 and to be clear, even though Gates is right on a lot of things here, that's what this is. That's what all of D.C. is. That's, that's all of politics there. But you, you look at this and you look at this to the, to the substance of it all and the conversation that's going on. And I don't know where things are going to go with what's, what's happening this very moment uh, in, in, on Capitol Hill. But... I do know that he's going to either need to get some Democrats on his side that that weigh in and, and take his side because they see a strategic advantage to ousting him or he's going to have to get some surprise votes from the right. I, I don't know if the Democrats necessarily have a strategic advantage if they have the speakership or if they don't. They get everything they want anyway. So right. What does it really matter? No, it, it, well, that's a fair point. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. But as it pertains to this conversation and whether or not the seat is vacated and Kevin McCarthy gets the ouster, uh, it's going to be I, – I, I'm glad to be spending time with you. I hate watching C-SPAN and, and mainstream media news, but I am kind of curious what's happening now. So, I, you know, I, this is one of the situations where I might just watch it if we weren't live on, on air. We are, so we're not going to. We're just going to keep it on in the background over there and see what happens. But – I think um, <clears throat> I still think it's it's an unlikely scenario. I, I'm open to being surprised, but I think it's an unlikely scenario. Here, here's what all this says to me, though, at the top. And then I want to get your thoughts on, on what you think is going to play out here, Tom. 
but uh, and uh, anyone uh, but <sighs> when we have issues like this we let's go and let's go back in the time machine to when McCarthy was put in took 15 votes to get in some deals deals that he's gone back on which is part of the reason this is all happening right now <sighs> what it all really says and we know this on every issue not just this issue issue but we we have to have more members of the and jesse said this last night my good friend jesse kelly said this last night too you've got to have more freedom caucus members period end of story and he's he's absolutely right because you can't move the needle on anything and what happens in this situation is you have someone who says i'm filing to vacate or i'm filing to impeach or i'm filing to do whatever some bombastic move that we all or most of us want but you can't accomplish because you're going up against the dc machine Point being is you need more Freedom Caucus members. Freedom Caucus members translates directly to people who, at least on appearance and, and listening to them, seem to really still care about America, seem to care about the Constitution, seem to care about what you, the constituents who put them in, wherever, you know, whether you're from Gates's district or whoever's district, that they're listening to you. You, you want <clears throat> to feel that, but you've got to get more of them. It has to be—we've got to have a copious amount of— of America first, and that's not a—that's not even a Trump statement. That's pe literally when I say America first, I mean people who love this country, respect the Constitution, and respect the will of the voters. That—that—that's that—that's what I'm meaning with that. You need more people who agree with all of that, and right now we just don't have many. At best, you have 20, and I think that's a really lofty number. I think your genuine ones who fit that bill are probably south of 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think they are south of 10 because when you, once you get into D.C., you become a part of the machine. And the ones who are south of 10, I don't really see wanting to be a part of the machine and, and truly believe in the mission of why they're there. The rest of them, it's better than having a regular job. You know, it, you go in, you have a couple of votes, you have a couple of meetings— you sit in on a couple of panels, you talk, you shout out, I yield back or reclaiming my time. It's a pretty cush gig, and I could understand the lure of, of having a gig like that. Oh, yeah. But under McCarthy, I mean, I, I want someone to tell me how he's different than having Hakeem Jeffries as the Speaker of the House. We still got 87,000 armed IRS agents. We still are sending money to Ukraine, and we didn't get the RAINS Act. Right. So those are three pretty big deals to me. And McCarthy is the same as, as any of, of the Democrat representatives who would be Speaker of the House. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. It is. No, it is. I mean, that's. Uh, I feel like so many conversations we have just end with like, yep, that's, yep, that's true. Well, here we are. Here we are. So as of 31 minutes ago, they put a vote to table it to say, oh, let's not do this. And it was uh, 208 yay, 218 nay, which meaning they would be like, no, don't table it. And only 11 Republicans voted no, like don't table it. That goes to show you where their loyalties are right now. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, so you're saying that there's a slim chance. So that's why right now you're watching what you're seeing. It's them now yeah. debating. They're, yeah, they're debating. And, and it's, I mean, according to, to this report, 
It says soon the House is set. Well, now it just went to commercial, but soon the House is set to hold a vote on on this. So I we'll see. Again, we're it's happening live and in in, in in real color, just like this is happening right now. But I I just don't see it happening. I I, I that for 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 this or anything that makes sense. Kevin McCarthy has said all the right things, has nice hair, and gets away with it because he's been a part of the machine for a long time. But Kevin McCarthy has done nothing really positive for the American people, and particularly the, the, the folks in conservative America. But I, I, to, to see anything change, and, and, and here's the other thing, too. If it does change, so what? What's that mean? Nothing. Like, exactly. I mean, that, that's that's the reality is we all want to win. And there, I don't want to say there's not a win if the seat gets vacated and he's given the ouster. I, I don't want to say that there's, there's not a little bit of a, a moral victory in that. But then you have to go to the next hard question. What really changes? And the answer is, as Tom just said, nothing. I, I don't nothing. It, it can't right now. It doesn't mean that it couldn't at some point, but it can't right now because the system is still set up for us to fail and for them to win. So until there's significant overhauls done, until people start paying the piper, people are getting booted out of office. Certain people, whether they're elected officials, nominated officials or what have you, or, or civil servants start paying the piper for their actions, nothing changes. So you've got to, there's got to be a bigger, more systemic overhaul of everything that's happening here. And I just there's that's never going to happen because of the, the house of cards that D.C. is. So you start to have a and this is not to equate to some of the bigger crimes that have been committed by the government, by the way. But I would argue that it is a crime that all of these folks who are so-called elected representatives go on and make a career out of what is supposed to be a civil service act, screw over the American people, laugh at and tear up the Constitution all along the way and have taken our country to the to the brink of disaster like that to me is is a next level crime too i don't know what you call it but i don't like it yeah i don't like it either but that's exactly what they're doing because you know ever since the 1988 election republicans have been like well we don't want to win ugly so if that means losing with dignity that's what they'll do and so they've been they've been you know They've been they're very at ease losing and they don't have this ugliness that it takes to win because yeah. they would rather have the Democrats be ugly and have them just be like, oh, golly gee whiz, you know, oh, the Democrats pulled another fast one on us. Oh, but you know what? We still have our dignity intact. And you may have your dignity intact, but you have you don't have a country anymore. And so their whole play is I'm going to be fine. You know, if I go along to get along with the D.C. machine, I'm totally fine. You know, everybody else in red state America, go screw yourselves because you're not in our club. Right. And that's where Republicans are right now. Yeah. No, that's that is where we are. And and here's the thing. I mean, you you just you don't know what you're I'm not saying don't do it. I, I am saying do it because what's the point? He's not doing anything for conservatives. So. So we should try something different and prove a point along the way. But you don't know what you're going to get in there. And there's people talking about in the chat like, OK, cool, you got him out. What's next? 
Hakeem Jeffries is next. Probably. And then, and then, you know what? I'm at the point now where I feel like Slim Pickens and Dr. Strangelove, where I'm about ready to sit on the atom bomb and let it be released out of the bomber, and where I keep, where I'm plummeting to earth going, wahoo, wahoo. I think we <laughs> just, just go back to, like, you know, Burr and Hamilton-type duels. Yeah. Okay, Gates and McCarthy, you hate each other. We get it. Choose your weapon. Yeah. Ten paces. Let's 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 have some fun. Let's at least make good TV out of it. Yeah, everyone enjoys a good duel. That's been said since the beginning of time. Would they have like a glove that's always sitting there in the house so they can just go up and whoosh, I challenge you to a duel? <laughs> Probably. I mean, I think we should add props to the house in in some way or another. Let's get to question of the day. Question of the day is this: Do you think? That, and there's Gates, he's debating right now. And there's Ilhan Omar. Yeah. I think there's a guy behind Gates who looks like he's kind of, now he's awake. I was going to say he looks like he's sleeping. <laughs> the question is this. Do you think that the seat will be vacated? Do you think Kevin McCarthy's seat will be vacated? I'm not asking you to speculate what's next. Just are they successful? Gates, some Freedom Caucus members, and maybe some Dems in ousting him from a seat. Let let us know. Yes or no? He gets ousted. Yes, he gets. He stays there. No. We'll tell you our responses as well. We'll get into some other stories. We have a ton to cover throughout the rest of the show today. Stick with us. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network, and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books, they are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember... The land of the free depends on the homes of the brave.
This one's on me, bud. Interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. Welcome back. Question of the day. Do you think McCarthy's seat will be vacated? Do you think he'll get the boot? Do you think I'll get to your responses? Carolyn says, I hope so. Not likely, though. F news. I think the seat will be saved by Democrats voting for him. No one vote short, but will be a wake up for McCarthy says Mudcat. No, says Jill. The commie bastards will help him every way they can for a price, <laughs> says Andy. I like that response. Yes. Um, <clears throat> what do you think, Tom? All right. So this is where I'm going with it. Okay. And this is the long play. Should we get a disclaimer for Tom's things? <laughs> when, he's, when he says, all right, this is where I'm going, that just flashes on the screen? Probably. Keep going. Kevin McCarthy will be sacrificed at the Bohemian Grove altar of the Uniparty. And the reason why he's going to be sacrificed is for the GOP, for the RNC to come out and say, this whole Freedom Caucus and the MAGA wing of the Republican Party is way too dangerous. We have to do everything that we can to distance ourselves from them. And so that's going to trigger different states around the country to get Trump off their ballot for the election. Can you rehash some of that? <laughs> <laughs> McCarthy's going to be sacrificed 
Okay. In order for the uh, RNC to say the MAGA wing of the Republican Party and the Freedom Caucus are way too dangerous for the country. Look what they've done. They right. screwed yeah. us over in the House. And so that's going to trigger other states to say, oh, we can't afford to have Trump as president, so we got to get him off the ballot somehow. And I think that's going to be the play. Okay. All right. That's I, think, I think it's a longer game. And I, because everything revolves around Donald Trump right now. It does. And anything they can do to prevent him from getting the presidency, I think they're going to use to their advantage. And this seems to, to play right into that for, like, the McConnells of the world, the, the Romneys of the world to say, oh, yeah, you know, we got to go along to get along. This isn't the Republican Party, blah, blah, blah. It's being hijacked by these crazy lunatics. And we got to get back to, you know— the standards that we have of, you know, being the, the, the losers with dignity. Losers with dignity. This guy who's on screen right now, I don't even know who he is, definitely a loser. No dignity. Don't, don't like it. Don't like it whatsoever. Um, F News says Dems only hope is to make a deal with McCarthy or Gates, whoever makes a larger, better deal. Uh, Tom has shared his answer. I got distracted with the Bohemian Grove, and then I'm like... <laughs> I know, I just threw that in yeah. there to, to like, <laughs> drive you crazy. <laughs> and then I'm like trying to listen, and I'm thinking about, like, where's he going with Bohemian Grove? And then he, and then you finished, and I was like, okay, I missed it. I, I missed part of it. That's, um, why, that's why I left out Bohemian Grove. I was Grove also I... petting my mic for you during it. But, um, but the Disco, what are you going to go with? You know, just based on what I see on the votes to to table the notion the the motion and everything i feel like it's yes they're going to get through because it you know de all the democrats voted to no let's keep talking about this and so i feel like the vote's going to get weighed out like maybe there's some that will yeah because it, it maybe they'll some like some of the democrats will say yes as of right now 208 republicans said said yes please table it only 11 said no <laughs> don't table it but it was enough to say Yes, let's go. Let's keep debating about this. So I think it's going to be a yes. But we're, like we were talking about before, who's going to be next? That's the... Who's next? Yeah. Hakeem Jeffries. Yeah, it probably is Hakeem Jeffries. I mean, at the end of the day, which people are going to say, like, I, I, I think... I think he ekes out Gates, uh, not Gates, excuse me, McCarthy ekes out another victory here and is able to to stave it off. I do think it'll be closer than he's 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 comfortable with. I, I'm not necessarily on the Mudcat level where he, you know, Mudcat was saying that, but, you know, he'll learn a lesson or he'll have a wake up call because I don't think these guys do. Like, I just don't think they respond that way. I agree with what you're saying, Mudcat, but I don't think that's how the folks who are wearing those suits and showing up on the Hill every day to do that um, <clears throat> will, will, I, I just, I just, uh, I have so little faith in how anything and everything works up there that I don't think that they actually have any ounce of character in them to the point where they can even recognize, like, that was close. I think it's just they might say that was close, and then they say, how do we play the game harder to screw over people like that? Exactly. So <laughs> yeah. so I, it's it, 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 all it does is actually widen the gap between us, which you have to. I'm not <laughs> saying Gates shouldn't be doing what he's doing. He should be. But, but it just enrages them like we're going to put those people down like oh, yeah. like lame animals. We're going to put them down even more so now. So I I think I think, no, he, he it's not vacated. He stays. I think it does. It makes an impact in terms of the people who are paying attention, which 
which doesn't really get us a lot either because you have people paying attention saying hey good game thanks for suggesting it and trying and that and it's 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 complicated and, and i'll try and explain what i'm saying here but like you gotta have someone who tries but trying is not enough like we've got we've got to be better and when you do try the other side plays harder and we don't change how we do things so it just I, I i'm just so i'm so empty of optimism at this point when it comes to stuff in dc and even if they do it getting back to my other point so i'm a no i think that he stays but if they do if they succeed i think you're right i think jeffries is in and some people will say this is awful and you're right but it's also not that much different than having McCarthy in. Think about it. Even even when Trump was in office, we could for a period of time we controlled everything. What got done? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> zero. Like 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 literally zero. Nothing. So it, you you got to just remember that. Like oh, but now we're giving it to them, and now they have control of all three. They have control of all three right now, folks. The but numbers might not say it in the House. But they 100% control everything. McCain came back, came, left home while going through brain cancer uh, treatment to vote against the cancellation of Obamacare. That tells you all you need to know about the Uniparty and, and where we are and, and where the Republican Party is, is in lockstep with the Democrat Party, except for, you know, these 11 or, you know, or you're talking maybe less than that. Yeah. You know, maybe it's just Eli and Anna now. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, I think it damn near is. I think the number is, is definitely closer to five and below. When I say 10 and below, that's being very generous. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm hoping that maybe there's some no-name congressman that none of us know who's out there on our side. But in terms of ones of prominence and people that, that have a sack, and then not only they have a sack, but it's a big sack, and they can whip that thing around, it's, I think it's five or less. I think it's five or less. <laughs> that's a shitty statistic to... Um, to lean on but i think that's where it is uh all right everyone please hit that like button whichever platform you're on whether it's rumble youtube facebook uh wherever the hell else we go i know we go to a bunch of places but hit that <laughs> like button it's a positive button there it's the plus sign on rumble if you're on the rumble app it's the boxing glove looking button there please do it please share continue to engage all of that helps us and uh pushes things in the right direction for this show and this community that we've we've so proudly built and you guys are such a huge part of Let's get to KJP again. We showed her earlier with Peter Ducey. And here she is saying that, I love these comments, saying that if Putin thinks he can outlast us, the United States, in Ukraine, he's dead wrong. Take a listen. There is strong, very strong international coalition behind Ukraine. And if Putin thinks he can outlast us, he's wrong. He's wrong. And so we will have another package of aid for Ukraine soon to signal our continued support for the brave people of Ukraine. And so that's our message. If he thinks he can outlast us, that is Mr. Putin, we believe he's wrong. I don't like it. I mean, seriously, so this is coming on the heels of the stopgap coming in where there's reportedly no, I still don't believe it, but there's reportedly no funding for Ukraine in the 45-day stopgap measure to keep the government funded. So she's responding. And she assured the 11 people who support the Nazis in Ukraine that the United States has more staying power than Hunter Biden after eating a handful of Viagra in a room full of day shift strippers. That's 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 what's 
<laughs> That's what's going on here. It's not a visual I was thinking about, but thank you for that. Well, there's more There's more Hunter visuals. I don't know if we have the visuals, but there's a lot more Hunter stuff we're going to touch on later in the show. But but seriously, I mean, I, 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 let's, 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 let's be serious for a second. Seriously, let's be serious. That's what I just said. Seriously. Great show we've got here. Um, I, I, I just don't, for the life of me, get what kjp and these people are thinking i know what the the bigger like the bigger thinkers for the left are doing when they're planning stuff out and they're saying okay we're going to strategize and we're going to do this and we're going to do this and then the people are going to say this and here's what we're going to do because it's all working towards this end game that has you know an even wider gap in the us versus them scenario that we're living in here but I just don't get the mindset. Even KJP's not among the elite. KJP's an idiot. She's a token. She was given her job because of her her sexual orientation and her color and her gender. Period. End of story. All you got to do is listen to her talk to know that's true. But you 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 hear them talking about this, and we're going to support the brave people of Ukraine, and we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and Putin, you're bad. Like, okay, Putin is bad. Everything else you just said is stupid, though. Why on God's green earth would you spend all of our, our money? We're going to, oh, I, and she said that, I promise we're going to send more money there. We know you will, sweetheart. We know you will. But no one wants that. Why would we send all of our money to an effort that's going to potentially lead to all of our deaths and circumvent, surpass whatever words you want to use, all of the significant issues that we have here where that money could go, and we're not gonna we're not gonna use it. They're they're so committed, to, and the ones like her are the ones. That I get the the evil maniacal you know finger in the mouth. I did that was Doctor Evil by the way. If you were listening, like people are like oh, I don't ah, but um, I I get the what the people on the top level are trying to do and why they're doing it. I get why they're playing the game the way they're playing it, but everyone who goes along with it and then stands up so ardently for it we're gonna we come hell or high water we're gonna support the people of ukraine those brave sons of bitches we're gonna get we're gonna stop it you don't know what you're talking about you just don't well and she says well we're gonna outlast so russia with their military tactics they just send wave after wave of people kind of the same way Grant did in the uh, Civil War. There was just the population of the North was greater than the population of the South. Well, by sheer numbers, the South was outmanned. So Grant and his generals just kept sending waves and waves and waves and, and, you know, eventually overran the South with Sherman, you know, marching his way and and pushing the South into the sea. It... um, uh, I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing blanks today, man. Pushing the uh, south into the sea at Savannah. So, okay. So what she's saying will outlast. So that triggers a thought in my head, and that means, all right. So if it comes down to it, where we start standing, you know, when when money isn't enough, when weapons aren't enough, it next is going to be people. So we've got a ton of people here that can be drafted, and there's all this talk about reinstating the draft because there's articles coming out about how the uh, all-voluntary military is a, th- a relic of the past and conscription should be introduced into, into our military. Okay, we could go down that road. So let's just play this out. What have we imported in the last three years? 
we've imported millions and millions of military-age males. So you know what? Outlast, hey, Putin, look what we're doing. We just imported six, seven million men. Yeah, but they can't fucking speak English. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when you have a military that's dedicated to DEI. Yeah, that's that. No, that's fair. I mean, there's there's some fairness in that point, but but we're. I mean, the military's not quite there yet, where you're just going to be like Jose, you know, Rodriguez, all of you guys who can't speak English. Not. I'm not saying if your name's that and you're an American, you speak English. I'm not shaming you, but you, you hear what I'm saying, like. But if it does come to a hot war, I mean, what do the Green Berets do? What did you do? I can't talk about what I did. <laughs> no, but you're able to organize people who have a language barrier to get them to fight. Yeah. No, you, you, could, to you could totally do it. You could totally do it. I mean, we've seen battalions throughout the history of our country who have been unique in one way or another. Uh, so it, it is possible, and that there, is, there is truth to that. But that, that's the scary thing is, is, is beyond that particular line of thinking there, which, which I'm, not, I'm not ruling out, is just the whole we will outlast you thing. Like, but I got a question. Why? Like, why, why would we try and outlast him? He's got what he wants. This war is essentially over if we allow it to be over. Or we could continue to perpetuate it. We could send our sons and daughters over there to fight and die. There's some there now. There's a chat going, there's stuff going on, a conversation in the chat now about is there going to be troops there prior to the election? There's troops there now. They're not overtly there. But they're there now. But I, I do think that there's a chance that they will be overtly there by the time this election comes around next November. I think there's actually, it's probably a coin flipper better that they're there. But outlast why? Outlast why? Okay, we know the answer. It's because there's money in war. There's, there's the ability to launder money in war. There's a, lo there's a lot of reasons for the folks in D.C. as to why. But for us, on a, on a just realistic, practical level, why? There's none. There's no reason. And you're and and you, but you guys are so committed to it, committed to ensuring that it continues to go on. We're gonna outlast you. This thing is over. Why are we trying to outlast Putin? Let him have the freaking Donbass. Let him, unpopular opinion. Let him have the whole fucking country. I don't care. Ukraine is a corrupt shithole. Good people, yes. There's good people everywhere, but. That's not our beef. If 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 you start going into Poland or some other NATO country and like launching attacks, okay, I get it. That's a different proposition. I still am not a fan of World War Three. That's just me. Call me crazy. But that's not what's happening. So unless that's happening, which it's not, figure out a peace deal and say, Zelensky, we made you. You're a dancer, a gay dancer. You're done. Take your money and go home. This part of the country or whatever part of the country is no longer Ukraine, we're stepping out. If they cross this line over here, we're going to fuck some motherfuckers up. But until that point, we're just going to say, bye, we got problems here. We got to handle them at home. Putin won't go along with the collapse of Western civilization. That's why Russia needs to be destroyed. He is holding out for his country and for his people he's a devious guy don't get me wrong i'm not a putin fan but in order to reorganize the entire world russia has to be crushed and that's why we're going to continue to go on with this to make sure that there will be the demise of russia and now and so they will be controllable as the rest of the west is until russia you know heals to the world economic form 
this war will go on forever. Yeah. And they won't. And yeah. What's this? <laughs> it's Zelensky dancing. <laughs> Play it. Let's just take it. Tom, it will continue on, and we're going to continue. There's going to be people in this country who continue to see that guy as the face of bravery and the face of leadership, the 51st governor, the 101st senator, whatever you want to call him. And I, I just don't get it. There was a Republican uh, member of the House who, um, who drew up a resolution to have a bust of that guy permanently in the Capitol. You know, it, it's like, what is going on? It's like, you know, we're, we're told, we're, we've been told to choose sides in this. And so most of us have chosen sides, but now with, with this whole Ukraine thing, the sides, the two sides are blurred when it comes to this. They're all on the same side, you know, wanting to have more war. With, you know, the, the Republicans in the Senate and the Republicans in the House minus the Freedom Caucus. It's like, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like, you know, we, the Republican Party is like the Whig Party right before the Civil War. And it just needs to be demolished. It is. Fair point. But, I mean, if you start making a statue for Zelensky, you make a statue for, what, Hamid Karzai? Ashraf Ghani? Whoever I forget who took over for Saddam. Oh, God. Um, you get the point. Yeah. Like, uh, do we just make a statue for all of our puppets? Yes. <laughs> Until they're not our puppets anymore, then we smash the statue, right? Because they didn't play ball, and we erase history because we're good at that too. <laughs> so dumb, so dumb. Let's skip this one for now. Uh, just go just to wrap up this hour, and let's you know, let's move here real quick because. Chicago, we talk about Chicago all the time. We talk about Chicago pr primarily for its violence, right? Huge problem there. Again, mind the gun control issues and laws and policies they have in place there, and, and then note the amount of homicides that happen there. I'm not laughing because I'm laughing at people dying. I'm just laughing because of how dumb they are. But you, you've got the Chicago mayor, special needs mayor, who had a very interesting take on cars, stolen cars in particular. It, it, this is a a post, I think, from looks like from Fox. Yeah, it's just a photo. It's just yeah. a photo here. But like, let's put it up here. And it says it shows Brandon Johnson, and and it's saying that he is suing Kia and Hyundai, saying the failure to install basic auto theft prevention technology in these models is sheer negligence, and as a result. A citywide and nationwide crime spree around automobile theft has been unfolding. So it's the car company's fault <laughs> for thievery. <laughs> yes. By, I mean, by that logic, every fat person should sue Onietta Cutlery for making large spoons. Like, or is it Oneida? Onietta? Oneida. Oneida. Yeah. I forget how you say it. Like, yeah, that's the most ridiculous thing ever. You can you you cannot say that this is the car company's fault. 
Let's use a better. I mean, let's. It's the car company's fault that this person just ran this person. Daryl Brooks. It's the car company's fault that he ran over everyone at Waukesha. But I still bring this up every time we talk about something like this. There was a guy who bought a motorhome who drove off the lot, had to use the bathroom, put it in auto, auto, you know, autopilot, you know, cruise control. Went to the bathroom. It went off the side of the road, and he got into a big wreck. And he sued the company, and he won. I got to see that. I got to. I got to dig into that case. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it, I remember reading, and this is like years old. I remember reading, being like, "Wait, what? This makes no sense." Again, that's Anchorman Two, right there. Yeah, it's okay. It's in cruise. <laughs> it's a cruise control. Uh, I just. But I mean, but this is this is a this is also a perfect picture, sadly, of how the left's mind works. We have a serious problem. People are stealing catalytic converters. People are stealing this. People are doing this. What do we do? It's not it's not the fact that we've defunded and demoralized our law enforcement. It's not the fact that we've enabled these communities to go out and and run around and and operate like frickin Lord of the Flies. And whoever holds the conch gets to steal shit and kill people. It's. No, let's sue the car people. Let's, you know, let's just sue them. Nothing has to do with behavior ever. No, with uh, liberals and communists, it, it's always they always blame the tool of whatever it is. If it's, if it's a shooting, it's the gun. If it's there's theft, car companies don't have anti-theft devices. But you know what? This shit-lib fucking mayor of Chicago got his wish with the Inflation Reduction Act. Now their kill switches in all cars. Yeah. That, you know, are going to be produced after, what is it, 2026 or 2027? So the government has even more control over you now under the guise of security. Yep, always. And, and that's exactly what this douchebag is doing. He, that, that's, that's the big play with the communists. They always have to blame something else, and that way they can swoop in and start over-regulating everything all under the guise of security. Yeah, and they do. They lean on that hard which is hilarious because none of them have any clue how security works. I mean, look at just look at their cities. No, this is all about security. Well, you could implement some real baseline things and it would r- remarkably improve security. It wouldn't fix everything because of how broken everything is in those cities, but <clears throat> that's what's happening in Chicago this Yay. week, folks. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to get into Trump. We're going to get into the, you know, he was in court yesterday, his comments on that, some news on the judge, some news on what he ate for lunch, all of that. Yes. We're going to do it right after the break. and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books, They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. 
Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. my pillow my passion was to help each and every one of you and 20 years later all of your support is what keeps us going because of you we've been able to create thousands of usa jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever to thank you my employees and i are bringing you a limited edition my pillow the giza elegance my pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill the most amazing cotton and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Barkeep? Yes, sir. The usual. The usual. Scripts. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Chuckling about the place we were gonna get wings from isn't delivering. Oh, how fucking hard is it? You've got one job. You make food. You bring food. Zach, don't cut this clip. Um, okay. <laughs> so and now start and start. Back from break. Here we are. Hour two. Uh, so uh, Trump was in court yesterday. We all know that he was in court yesterday. And afterwards, he came out and spoke to reporters and dismissed, in, in, at least in his view, ab about what accounts to, and I think he uses his exact number here, if I'm not mistaken, uh, mistaken excuse me, 80% of the charges being put forward. Here was that scene. Well, I think that was very good. That last five minutes was outstanding because the judge essentially conceded that the statute of limitations that uh, we won at the Court of Appeals 
is in effect. Therefore, about 80 percent of the case is over. I was going to come out and say that, as you know, we're not entitled to a jury, which is pretty unusual in the United States of America. So uh, I think it's very unfair that I don't have a jury. But uh, the judge's last statement was very fair. And if I read it right, I'll let perhaps one of the lawyers speak to it. But Cliff, maybe you'll speak to it if you would. But uh, the way I interpret that and the way everyone else in the room seems to interpret that is that the statute of limitations uh, is a very real thing in this country. And that would be about 80% of this case would be over. Uh, could somebody speak to that, please? Cliff, you want to talk about that? Sure. So based on the judge's comments, based on the judge's comments at the end of the hearing, at the end of the trial today, that he is agreeing that all the transactions that closed prior to 2014 are now out of the case. Which is about 80% of the case. And it's also uh, something that we won on appeal, but was not accepted by this court, but now seems to be accepted by this court. Okay. So... First of all, I mean, as we know, with most of, of the Trump indictments and charges that are coming through, it's it's all a, just a crock of shit. It just is. But in this particular case, as it pertains to the Trump organization, fraud charges, the, the, the most recent charges we just talked about a week or two ago, whenever that was, um, you... <sighs> Most of it is outside of the window they're talking about. It goes beyond the stat, you know, and and it seems like based on what he's saying that a lot of them they've agreed on will be tossed out. It's not all of them, by the way, which is still problematic. And if you're Donald Trump, you should be concerned about or your team should be concerned about because if nothing else, you just got to put in the effort, the money, the time, all of that stuff to to fight it. But it's so perfect that we're throwing all this shit at you. Yeah, but none of this stuff right here counts. So you can't move that off. We need like a throwing papers off noise for when I do that. I know I never do that. I've never done it before. But is it uh, going to become a thing now? I don't know. Okay. It's, it's hard to know what I'm going to do at yeah, any given true. point. Um, I don't even know. <laughs> it's, it's really troubling. Uh, but uh, what do you make of this? Well, it's part of the witch hunt. They, they, they know, the, the Democrats, the communists know that whatever charges that they file against Donald Trump, most of them are very flimsy, but it's all, it's all just a point. It's a death by a thousand cuts. It's to wear him out. It's to wear the public out. It's to create this whole narrative that he, you know, has been charged on 91 counts. It's just to wear everybody down to the point where he concedes and throws in the towel and says, okay, I'm not running again. And then that's when they call off the dogs. Yeah. No, it is. That, that's all this is, is it's it, from the very get-go. It was throw everything against the wall that we can. Does that make sense? No, throw it. Does that one make sense? No, throw it. Actually, grab five of those, throw all of them. See what's going to stick, if anything. Are any of them going to? Probably not. But it doesn't have to. It doesn't necessarily have to because all along the way, it might get to the end where you say, okay, he was acquitted of all of these charges. But he's guilty of something. I know it. But he's guilty of something. I know. It. And that's the mindset that people are going to have. It's yeah. like, well, I, or or maybe not that. Maybe just, you know what? I'm tired of this. 
I'm moving on to something else. This I, I, I'm exhausted, and and the country is. To be fair, and to be fair, not siding against Trump on this, the country is exhausted of all the Trump stuff. But it's not because of Trump. It's it's because of how the left has played it, and that is by design. That is, let's just exhaust the shit out of these people. Make it seem like there's no chance in hell that he hasn't done something wrong. And I'm sure he has done something wrong along the, the, the way. So have all of us, by the way. All, all, each and every one of us. You but know, I, I would agree with you before Trump got into the White House. But now I'm thinking he might be as pure as the driven snow with the amount of scrutiny that he's gone under. You know, with, there, there's been so many investigations into that man. And if they could find one shred of anything, they, they would have done exploited it. it. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with that. My, my point is, is there is in terms of courts and proceedings and cases, they don't have shit on him or it would have been known and uh, pe- alien races that we're not aware of yet would have heard it by now with beacons out into the universe if there was anything my, my bigger point is just none of us are perfect i'm sure he's said or done some things wrong whether it's corporately speaking or personally speaking we all do but there's just nothing there so it's just but it, but i but you're right tom i mean this is we got to just drag everyone through the mud to the point where i know i know plenty of people I, and and I, I look, I pick on Trump. I like Trump. I know people are like, you can't pick on him and like him. I'm like, yes, you can. That's how life works. I pick on everyone, and I still like a lot of people. I hate a lot of people too, in fairness. But you you can do all those things. But it is the there's a lot of people we know who are like, I I, I know some close friends and family members who are like, I'm just over it. I'm just over it. I don't necessarily dislike him. I'm just over it. I'm moving on. And that is part of the game that is being played 100%. Um, we'll come, uh, let's come to this. Let's keep it here. But you actually know, let's, let's go to this because as this is happening, right? One of the many cases that's going on for Trump, his legal team is, is working overtime. And as I think it was Mike said over on Rumble, all their faces as, as he was like, and I'll have someone from the legal team. And they were all just kind of like, you no yeah, yeah. Not me. Not <laughs> because they're seeing what happened with the election all you know john huntsman and the rest of his 18 legal people yeah getting fucked yeah totally that's what the democrat the communists are doing now it's you can't even have fair representation you can't even have a lawyer they're trying to make it to the point where if the system targets you for cancellation they're going to go after everybody it's pretty it's exactly the same method that the cia used with los pepes in in colombia to go after pablo escobar los pepes didn't who was trained by the cia and well allegedly 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 didn't go after pablo escobar themselves they went after his attorneys, who they blew up with car bombs. They went after his grandparents, who they dismembered. They went after his family, his accountants, just to let them know that anybody who was going to help Pablo Escobar was going to meet this fate. And yeah. that, it, it, to a lesser extent, that's it, that template seems to be what's happening here. No, I agree. And Mike says, too, which is a good point here in this conversation, that Trump thrives on the battle. Um, so they're really playing into his hands. I don't disagree with that. I think Trump does. I think he kind of actually enjoys this. He loves it. But the problem is, again, is if you're Trump, and and I'm I, I'll talking to you now, uh, Trump, like, 
I know you love it. I know you've got the money to withstand it and go through all of it. I know that's your personality. And I know that your base loves you to death. But you got to think about the people who aren't necessarily who, who, are maybe, who are a maybe for you or a hard no for you right now in terms of voting. That's what you've got to think about and capture. So still love it. Still have fun. Still enjoy this. And, and, and which plays into our next clip here. But you've got to hit... The, you've got to get the freaking people who aren't going to vote for you right now who are or maybe not going to vote for you. Uh, this just came in. Uh, Judge Angeron. Yeah. Has just issued a gag order. Yeah. Lim limited gag limited order. Right? Gag, yeah. I, I saw that come through. Okay. So a limited gag order. That's gag-tastic. That's gay. Yeah. But you can't go against the staff. Of the judge or the judge himself. Or. Well, this is a guy, by the way. So let's let's skip ahead since we brought up the the, the dude whose name sounds like a, a stupid ass planet from a sci-fi movie. This is a guy who's boasted in the past. I think this was 2015 when he did this. I'm sorry you have to look at his 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 just uh, just him in general. He's grotesque. Yeah. He's not a good looking fella. He's I, not looking good. I, I try not to pick on most people in terms of their looks because age and gravity do have an effect on all of us, but but this guy smell is smell the liverwurst and mothballs emanating from him. Yes, that's that's very specific, but also true. <laughs> this is him saying how he can override a jury, though, back in 2015. His little trick. Take a listen. Now I'm going to say something controversial, even though I'm being taped. Juries get it wrong a lot. That's my own opinion. I do only civil trials, personal injury cases, contract disputes. But I've had situations where, like, oh, my, my heaven's sake, how could they have thought that? Well, I have, a, um, I have a tool that I can deal with that. It's called jury notwithstanding the verdict, judgment notwithstanding the verdict. I can say there is no possible way that a reasonable jury would have reached that conclusion. And, all right, am I following the law or am I making law? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm following law, I'm, I'm an impartial referee, but it's hard to factor out my own emotions. And I have tools, somebody can say, well, Your Honor, you have to throw out this case because it's just like another case. Well, is it just like another case? What if the defendant was wearing a red sweater instead of a blue sweater? Oh, and, and by the way, I worked for the Columbia Daily Spectator for a couple of weeks. Who fucking cares? What happened was I went there every day, and I wrote a few stories. One I got criticized on because I wrote that some uh, Ku Klux Klaners had murdered some people, and, and I was told, you can't say that. How do we know? You weren't there. Well, that was what everybody thought. Anyway, yeah, we should have absolute immunity. What if we defame somebody? Um, that's how it usually comes up. You know, you call somebody a murderer or a heroin addict, that sort of thing, a pedophile. And if it's done in court, yeah, I think we should have absolute immunity. I mean, if you just don't want to sock that motherfucker in the face, I don't know what's wrong with him. He, he's just hard to listen to, but here, here's what he just said. Here's the recap of what he just said in simple terms. Yeah, I know the rules. Sometimes I don't follow the rules because I disagree with what the jury and the process that I'm supposed to oversee says, so I just do my own thing. Then what's the point of a jury? 
That's a good question, Tom Cunningham. You know, he's acting like, well, if I disagree, you know, if the jury comes back with a verdict I don't like, I'm going to overrule them. Well, what's the point of having a jury then? Yeah. You no. know, why didn't Judge Ito say, you know what, I disagree with this jury, so OJ, you're going to prison for the rest of your life for chopping your wife's head off and stabbing a waiter? Yeah. You know, that's not how the system is, system is supposed to work. But he is a great example of the communists who are put in these positions of, of choke points within our government, within our judicial system, who decide they're not going to play by the rules anymore. They're going to make up their own rules as they go along, as they see fit, whether it be restorative justice, whether it be the fact that they don't agree with juries. Or what I found really disgusting is when he said that he deserves immunity from calling somebody a Klansman or a pedophile. Right. It was interesting they threw pedophile out there. Yes. Because if there was somebody that kind of looked like a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like this guy. Yeah. yeah. No. So I'm sure that motherfucker has been to Epstein Island. I think we should check the flight. Well, if he hasn't, he's bitter that he hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> like he's, he's sorely disappointed. Well, I, it's just... It's a perfect example of where we are and how broken our system is. You've got these people. They, these people tell you all the time what they think and or what they're doing. And then there's no repercussions. Like, you should be disbarred for saying, yeah, there's the rules and I'm supposed to be the arbiter of the rules and I'm supposed to be objective and fair, but I'm none of those things. If I don't like it, then I'm going to just straight up crush you. If I don't like you. If I don't like you, yeah. If I don't like your race, I don't like your gender, I don't like your religion, I don't like the crime that you committed, I don't like your political party, I am going to fuck you over so badly that you'll be begging me to take it out. Yeah. No, 100%. 100%. Um, but we were talking about earlier making kind of light of the situation. I think it was Mud or uh, maybe it was Mud. I forget who said it, Mud or Mike or Mud or whoever on... Um, on Rumble talking about Trump liking and relishing this information. And we'll come back to this sweet and saucy little photo here in a second. But I mean, as all this is happening, Trump does love the fight again, still love the fight, still be you, but also recognize who you're fighting for, which are some people that don't support you and you need to capture them and you need to alert them to how broken the system is. But all the, that aside, as all this is happening, they take a, a, a lunch break, a recess. And we're going to go to TMZ for this one. We don't rarely or we don't often go to TMZ, but we're going to go to TMZ because like you might expect from Trump, he ordered a shit ton of McDonald's. Take a look. In the middle of all of this, he yeah, felt he deserved a break, but not from the judge. Um, what, six bags stuffed with McDonald's show up? I mean, look at this. This is unbelievable. Those are the big bags. Those are the big bags. I, I'm, I rarely eat McDonald's because it's obviously just not the best thing for you. I make other bad decisions, so I don't need to make more bad Dude, decisions. Quarter pounder is so good. It's so good. Quarter pounder is, is <laughs> it's outstanding. So it's outstanding. Think about how many quarter pounders you could fit in those big bags. There was I think we should, we should give bags. it a try and see what happens. Let's see how many we can order and how many we can eat <laughs> on air in the third hour. I was told I'm eating leftovers tonight, so I'm game for this. <laughs> I love you, honey. Um, <clears throat> speaking uh, of, my wife just sent a picture. Keeper, who you've maybe seen from from the um, so some social media stuff. I don't show my family or say their names, but, but I, just your dog. I just my share my dog who just got groomed, and he looks so handsome. Look at that, handsome very dapper bitch. 
Look at him. Now, does he like the bandana, or does he usually end up he ripping it off? He used to tear it off. Now he's he's all about it. He's a very sophisticated. Like okay, he's grown into it. Yeah, he's okay. grown into it. That's a look at his black lips. Very handsome dog. Very yeah. handsome dog. But I think that with Trump, that shows a lot of swag doing something like that. It totally that. does. No, getting back to the story, it totally does. It, uh, it reminds me of, you know, there's that old story about um, Joe Montana during one of the during the drive. And I can't remember, one of the offensive linemen was so nervous that he thought he was going to throw up in the football huddle. And then all of a sudden, Joe Montana goes, hey, look, there's John Candy over there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And he was like, God, this guy is so cool that he's totally unflappable that he notices John John Candy, the comedian on the sidelines. God rest his soul. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of the same thing with Trump. It's like every people are expecting him to cower and sit in a corner. He's like, hey, how about some McDonald's? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on me. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, are we doing it? Are we doing it third hour? I don't know. Something to think about. Um, what, McDonald's? Yeah. Quarter pounder challenge. How many you can eat? <laughs> Order 30. 30? See, let's see what we can do. Can we get a discount? A disc- after a, this is my show, ten, d- use promo code uh, Drew. Tim's, yeah, or Tim's. Drew, yeah. Uh, after 10, it's 10 cents off each burger. But it, it was a baller move. I loved it. Uh, don't actually order 30 quarter pounders, Tom. We can make better decisions. Um, He's like, you sure? Cause... But, but <laughs> some of you guys were talking about... Um, some of you guys were talking about Supreme Court in the chat there as we're talking Trump and, and all of this stuff here. And he, there, there was there was a, a, at least according to Chuck Colesto here, we didn't look I didn't look into this much to be clear with you before the show started. But um, he sent out this breaking report that um, and this I guess it was yesterday breaking report. U.S. Supreme Court rejects challenge to block Trump from the 2024 ballot. So there's at least some something happening here. I think that the Supreme Court has some serious fallacies and issues with it. I'm not saying they're 100% on our side. Uh, they have done some great things, and a lot of credit goes to actually Trump for that, and some credit actually goes to Mitch McConnell for that before he died on camera multiple times. But th- this this is a positive step um, as you kind of explore it further, looking at the, the potential. Because these, these are the types, this is where it's going to come down to, right? Can certain states... Can the Arizonas, the Michigans, the Pennsylvanias, Wisconsins of the world take him off the ballot? Can or whoever it doesn't have to be those ones. Can Georgia. whoever George, can Georgia take him off the ballot? Can can you push it through and and have the Supreme Court ignore it and let things play as they as they will, so so people can do whatever they're going to do to try and prevent him from doing it. So. I, I hope that you see more of this and people pushing back. I hope that no states do that. I hope that people just let it play. Let it play. Let the people speak. This country is and this the, who we're supposed to be is about the people. We're sadly not anymore, but that that's what it's supposed to be. So sh- show us something contrary. Show us something we don't expect and make it about the people for once. It would be remarkable. I'm not counting on it, by the way. But No, and I think that the states that aren't moving to get him off the ballot have their voting already set it's exactly <laughs> it doesn't really matter it's it's a stunt they never made changes after 2020 pennsylvania has gone gotten even worse where remember pennsylvania ignored their own state constitution to allow mail-in ballots hmm. and that hasn't changed and now they have it where you go and get your driver's license and you're automatically registered as a voter yeah yeah 
It's it's yay. It's great. <laughs> um, I got a free Big Mac because the Vikings scored two touchdowns this last week. Good for you, Mud. And good for, for us in Minnesota actually eking out a win that was way harder than it should have been. Um, <clears throat> okay. Jill says Keeper's so handsome. He sure is. So does Mudcat and Barb. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I'm one of those proud dog owners. I'm really not usually, but that was a good-looking photo. Yeah, he's yeah. a sexy bitch right there. Yeah. No, I, I, he's, he's a great dog, too. Yeah. He's I will let him grind on my leg tonight. Just... As he's not going to want to do it, though. Probably not. He's going to be doing it like, okay. Like, dude, <laughs> seriously, stop being weird. <laughs> um, stop being weird. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. we got plenty of more stories to get to. We're going to figure out what to do. We've got some good suggestions, by the way. Mike Mike is saying do Wendy's Baconators. Barb's going wings. We'll see. We'll see what Put happens. Put your hands together. <laughs> yes. What happens in the studio during this break? We'll see. We'll be right back. Stick around. Interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets dial 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465 this invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your ira or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences don't let biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar call 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids. You love God. You love this country. And you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud.
Get more of Drew and This Is My Show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Welcome back. We've got a vote going on right now on Capitol Hill, which is the place where corruption happens. Corruption happens. Trash goes to die. And let's just bring it in. Let's just bring it in. Do you in want on the mute. audio too? Okay. No, just let's just bring mute. it in on mute and talk about it. Because right now it just swung to 163 yes to 157 wow. no. 158 no. We're just going to keep saying numbers. But <clears throat> it's it's. At this point, a close race, 159, no. The votes, the vote is happening, though. The vote is happening now. We talked about this. It's narrowing. Um, this woman has not evolved her look over the years. What's the majority? Are there still shoulder pads in there? It yeah. looks like it's got yeah. frosted tips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's, the, you, what's the amount do they need? It's like two. The 218. The magic number. Yeah. I think it's. I think that's what it is. <clears throat> I, I'm just. Are shoulder pads a thing again? I'm 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 not trying to pick on her, but are, but are shoulder pads a thing again? I have seen them more. Are they coming back? Uh, a little bit, not like how they were like back in the '80s, but they're they're starting to make a little bit of a comeback. That was a staple back in the '80s. And you had mentioned too the the uh, back in A Block, the woman with like the aviator glasses, those old school kind of tortoiseshell glasses that you know, just like reading glasses or everyday drivers, not just sunglasses, are also making a comeback. Yes, one seventy to one sixty-five, folks. The vote continues. Oh, agonizing. Um, here we'll do this. There we. Oh, look at that! Look at that! 
Yeah, two two eighteen. I was I I I was yeah. Right. I, that's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. Before. I felt a little, but I, I I felt there was reticence in my voice, and there was reticence for a reason, because I felt like maybe I wasn't right. But I also felt kind of good. It's confusing. It's confusing to be me on a daily basis. I wake up in a state of confusion. I go to I definitely go to bed in a state of confusion. Um, okay, so we're at one seventy six to one seventy seven to one sixty six. We do this kind of like an auctioneer. One seventy seven. Lady in the shoulder pad says 177 to 166. Um, so I'll just leave it up. You keep talking. Do you, I mean, Tom. Yes. Are we changing as we see the votes come in? Gosh, you look great. You look so handsome in that photo. Thank you. Uh, are, are we changing where we are on our question of the day earlier? Which the question of the day was, do you think the seat will be vacated? Kevin will be drug out and beaten. That, that wasn't that the wasn't question. The question. Yeah, it wasn't uh, the question. It was just, will the seat be vacated? I wish they still tarred and feathered. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, 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 Biden did make lynching illegal, remember? At the beginning, at the beginning of his term. <laughs> yeah, which is so funny because that was a practice that was invented by Democrats, so it's actually good that he outlawed it. Right. Thanks for shutting your people up and stopping them. <laughs> <Yeah. Jim. laughs> Uh, 183 to 171. I'm holding firm, man. I am holding firm with my, that he's out. He's, he's going to be the sacrificial lamb. It's, I mean, if it stays at this pace, it kind of looks like it could be. Are you guys, are you guys in the audience changing your tune whatsoever? As you see this live on C-SPAN, thanks to the, us, the, the government taxpayers, uh, uh, the, t- the taxpayers in America. Um, you guys are on delay. My feed has a 183 to 172. Okay, well, I don't, w- yeah, 186. It's Man, remember they're 90, 90 seconds, seconds behind, behind us. us. Yeah. So we're watching live. You're getting what I say minutes or minute and a half behind. I'm at 187 to 175 now. Shoulder pads still listing out names and seeking votes. Is she a good person? Do we like shoulder pads? I don't know who she, yeah, I don't know who she is. I was trying to figure out which 1970s baseball player she reminded me of. <clears throat> Mike says if it passes it's an inside job. Jim Jordan is opposed to this. Possibly. Look, I think everything to an extent is an inside job in DC. Uh, <laughs> yes, to, to 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 say the least, but um <clears throat> We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, again, people talking about the delay. There is a delay. If you're listening to, uh, depending on where you are, but for all of you video watchers, YouTube, Facebook, Rumble, et cetera, um, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a 90 second delay, which is how we're able to get this, this great quality. If there's, if there's bad quality where you are, by the way, it's the platform you're on. Like the quality, the, the shit we pay for to have. Yeah, or, or, it's, or it's just the internet that you, the internet speed you're on, but you should on. be seeing it nice and crystal clear. Nice and crystal clear. Shoulder pads has us at 192 to 182 right now. Ginger coming back in saying, I had a yes, just saying. Do you think she gets to vote? Some of you did. No, she, def- she doesn't get to vote. Um, I don't think, I don't know who she, I don't know who she is, but I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure she's not an elected representative. So we're getting closer to this. <laughs> 195. Jerusalem coming in. This vote is making me sick my, to my stomach. If he's out, do the Rhinos vote for Jeffries? I don't know if they vote for him or not, but I think Jeffries is probably what's going to happen. Um, but again, I will say this, Jerusalem. It should make you sick. All of D.C. should make you sick. 
I don't think this changes a whole lot of anything. I know people will be out there pontificating and speculating on the fact that it's 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 going to change a whole lot, and and now the Dems are going to get power and blah 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 blah. What have we done? What have we done when we've controlled all three chambers? What have we done when we've controlled one? The answer is a resounding nothing. We got 87,000 new armed IRS agents. Yes. And we got rid of the RAINS Act. So that means that government faceless bureaucrats can start making laws instead of the legislative branch. That's what we've gotten. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think the Dems who are going to come across to this side are doing it very strategically for their advantage. And, uh, you know, uh, Mike three. Mike Five says away from the magic number. Mike says here, no, 218, I oh, think. 218. 218. Mike says here, it looks like it's going to happen, but I don't think we're going to like what happens next. I don't either. But again, it's a, this is a weird spot to be in. McCarthy, McCarthy was not doing anything to help us either. So, so yes, you, you could argue, and I think you're probably right, and we've been saying that too, that what's likely going to happen here is we're going to lose the House Speaker role. It's not a certainty, but it's a likely. It's a you know, like, likelihood that that's what's going to happen. But I, I don't really think it changes a whole lot of anything. Again, it's a uniparty in D.C. you got to remember, at the base of all of this, the root of all of this, the Republican Party, we're at 208 to 191, just 10 votes needed, less than 10 now, nine votes needed. At the root of this whole thing is we have a uniparty who does not like you. <laughs> and Kevin McCarthy and others were a part of that. So, okay, it's Jeffries now, or it's this person now, or it stays McCarthy now. The net result is essentially the same. As Tom said, look at look at the, the, the spending bill, look at the omnibus, all that stuff that's happened, 211, seven votes away. Look at what has happened. McCarthy's Build back gone. Better is actually the Green New Deal, and it, they voted for it. They voted for it, and 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 the frickin' Reigns Act was taken out, as you said, and the eighty-seven news, all of that. Like there has been nothing. And and Ke look at how Kevin McCarthy stands with Ukraine and all all of the. So it's just I. This is interesting to see. I really didn't think it was going to happen. I voted no, to be clear. I'll own up to it on the question of the day was, do you think the seat will be vacated? I said, no, I don't think it will, but it'll be close. At this point, on this. it's 214. It's almost a certainty that he is out. 215, three votes to go. Let's go, let's go audio here. Oh, huh. Nay. Wilson of Florida. Yay. Two closer. Wilson of South Carolina. From my heart, no. Nay. I like the extra. From my heart. Whitman. No. Nay. Oh. Womack. No. Nay. Oh. Yakum. No. Nay. Zinke. No, nay, never. Mm. Nay. Charismatic response. McCarthy. Nay. He would. <laughs> he survives. Amic Carter of Texas. And now some internal deliberation. I have 
We're at 216 to 206 for those of you listening on the audio podcast. All the votes are in. Zinke was the last. Uh, well, they're now going who's not there or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so, um, now I've got to go through these. Killed the mic. Come on, let us hear their internal dialogue. I know. What we're dying here. House will be in order. That we're, we're come on guys. In order here. Come on guys. Have not already been recorded alphabetically. Banks. Nay. Read the list, shoulder pads. Let's go. Bush. Bush. Kamek. Nay. She can dance, but... Oh, she can't. No, I know she can't. It's horrible. This is great. Carter of Texas. Carter of Texas. Let's just do C-SPAN more often. I don't have to talk as much. We can just... <laughs> it's exciting. Jose has our food. Tony Gonzalez. Good. <laughs> Nay. <laughs> Ginger, one for each Gooden shoulder pad. Texas. Win. Gooden of Texas. So F News is saying that it might be 215 with people out. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm not disputing you, F News. I just, I honestly don't know uh, how that shakes out. I'm going to go to Luna. Who? Luna. She might be having a baby, people. Is, it, is, is she term? Where do you leave? Mills. Nay. Corey Mills is the no. Interesting. Provocative. Hmm. Some might say. <laughs> Pelosi. Ugh. Pelosi. Peltola. Pelosi just didn't show up. Nope. No big deal. Vodka Granny is wearing <laughs> underwear fighting with her husband. Yes. Pelosi's been drunk. It's 4.44 Eastern right now. She's she can't show up to a vote right for now. at least six hours. <laughs> Sykes. Sykes. Are there other members... Are there other members in this body who have not been recorded or who wish to change their vote. Will they get a chance to change? Is that Phil Donahue? Well, I think so. He's out of retirement. I'm glad to see he's back in it. Yeah. Donahue's back, people. And the Phil Donahue glasses are back in style. Mm, yeah. 
Everything's coming for We got shoulder pads. <laughs> Donahue's back. Nothing, di- is- nothing dies on the hill. No. Cool. Yeah, I see what you did there. There's, there's a lot happening right here. It's not just about the McCarthy vote. <laughs> and they deliberate. It's 216 to 210. 216 in favor of yes right now to vacate the seat. Oh, so Luna is currently in the hospital, according to... Yeah, I think she, yeah. she was she's she was ready to burst. Gotcha. She's uh, screaming at the TV right now. <laughs> what is she screaming? Yes or no? You gotta be careful there. That might end up being your baby name. Yeah. That's just okay. Right. <laughs> yes. Mark yes. the social security. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, Anna would be a yes vote. I'm just, I'm just so saying. Two seventeen to two ten. Yeah. So the in reality, right now, we're. What two, would Pelosi be? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I think po, I, that's an interesting. I, I yeah. don't know. She plays the game creatively, so I, I could see Pelosi being a no, just to keep make it seem, keep the facade up, right? That they're all. That's why she's not there. Right. She didn't want to make that. Yeah, yeah. Drew some said Pelosi's protecting her friendship with McCarthy. Yeah. On this vote, the yeas are 216, the nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The Office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. Wow. (laughs) Wow. And this just in, you've been watching it with us, shoulder pads, and then eventually Phil Donahue made the announcement that the House Speaker has been vacated. The spot has been vacated. Bye-bye, Kevin McCarthy. Not necessarily, (laughs) it's good news, not necessarily great news, because you don't know who's coming in, but it's big news nonetheless. See it there at the bottom. Wow. Wow. Kevin McCarthy, he kept saying, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Gates said, I'm going to go ahead and bring this fight. I'm going to drop my balls onto the table, and we're going to see what happens. And we just saw what happened. Gates balls won. Gates balls won. Gates has bigger balls. <laughs> we're not certain of that. But it's that. this is, this is interesting. So it comes down, Jerusalem, it's vacant, awesome, now what? <laughs> Good question. Great question. <laughs> Not a freaking clue. I, don't ha- I, I honestly don't. I think that I, if, 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 if I had to pick odds right now, I would say Jeffries somehow pulls this off and they were able to secure that. But anything is game. I mean, there, there literally is anything is game. It doesn't have to be a sitting congressperson. There, there's there's a number of I saw who was it Jason from from Wayne Dupree was floating earlier today uh, this is not something that I think would actually happen he was like I think DeSantis should go and be that and then he can build up his credibility let Trump continue to run over here and blah 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 I don't I don't see that happening I do love Jason though but I I think that there's any number of scenarios that could play out here I think that the most likely one is that we the American people get screwed over. So let's let's be just realistic I mean, with ourselves. That goes without saying. It's right. just a matter of, you know, who's the person doing the screwing. Yeah. Yeah. 
which is I mean, Hunter Biden. Oh, that'd be a bold move. Um, I don't know. It's it's nope. happened though. That was an aggressive. And I got. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I was wrong with the question of the day today was, would he be ousted? I said, no, it would be close. It wasn't even really that. I mean, it was close ish, but it wasn't even really that. Well, it was, it was, I guess it was sick. It ended up being six votes with a lot of the no votes, but still disco, please make a shoulder pads meme for us. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he signed that document and when he took the speaker role, they laid down the, the rules that they wanted him to, to work within the guidelines. Yeah, and he didn't do it. And, uh, well, Jerusalem just said, too, good or bad, we all just witnessed history. That's that, that's Yeah, yeah. exactly. We that's just experienced it. it. I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but it is historical, that's for sure. Well, it is historical, and, and here's why I say it's good so far. What comes next could be worse. I'm not saying it's going to get better. It's America in 2023. Come on, let's be honest with each other. But here's what I like. It tells someone who was an establishment person like Kevin McCarthy that you are not safe just because you've always been safe. You're not able to just go on CNN and CBS Face the Nation and 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 all these other shows and be like, I'm going to laugh this off because I'm Kevin McCarthy. I'm an establishment hack and I'm going to be OK. You don't get to do that. Yeah. You have gotten to do that. That's why we're in this position now. But you don't get to do that forever and and it sends a message it, at minimum it sends a message and i think it's really freaking important that at this day and age in this country there's messages being sent and that there's people realizing like okay odds are i'm gonna be okay but there's a chance that i might not be now because remember kevin mccarthy he got freaking ousted yeah. with a a small percentage of republicans who were even for it got ousted from from the speakership yeah. so i uh, it it is historic um it could be awful f news uh we get screwed over i pray not it, it could be that but again i would the only thing i would uh, devil's advocate argument here that i would say is we weren't getting anything out of kevin mccarthy and even though we could get screwed from this deal even if it's a small message, a small message has been sent that we're, we're not going to just sit back and take it. And, and, and where it goes, it goes. I don't know. I've, I, 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 I'm not as optimistic as I'd like to be, but it's, it's, it's a freaking fascinating day. I'll tell you that much. The one takeaway that I hope comes from this is the fact that more people will join the Freedom Caucus. Yes, now we need it. Taking place. Yeah, like Jesse Kelly and you were talking about, that, that that's that's what you need. You can't be, you know, 10 or 20 or even less that you're talking about. There's got to be strength in numbers, and that's what the Freedom Caucus needs. They, they need, and this is a, to me, this sends a direct message to all the rhinos in, in the House and also in the Senate. You're done. All of us hate you. Yeah. You you have done everything in your power to destroy the party, our country, our way of life, everything just to enrich yourself. And your days are numbered. Yeah. You gotta be voted out. We gotta you know, if we're gonna write this ship, these old heads have got to go. They do. They do. I can see Matt Gates being stormed by the press as he walks out of the Capitol building right now. 
Um, kind of honestly hoping someone stumbles down the stairs, not for pain, just just for entertainment value. I haven't seen that yet, though. Um, but what a, I mean, do you, uh, what do you think he's thinking right now? Do you think when he woke up this morning and knew this was happening, do you think he, he thought that he had a shot? I mean, I guess he, he had to think that he had a shot. I think he had a shot, and at this moment, um, what I think Matt Gates is thinking is, I'm getting laid tonight, <laughs> because that is a baller move, to go in there with the resolution, lay it out there, then get the votes to take down the Speaker of the House. You've got some some flex right there. No, you definitely do, and I, I hope that that would be with his wife, who's very attractive, by the way. Um, that would be the appropriate person to to get... <laughs> to get laid with um just saying uh whatever she's a smoke show, no man. yeah she's a smoke show um and and he had a huge win today so go have some, some well, champagne have some bubbly have some fun have a good night and get back to work tomorrow okay let's um let's do this let's this was kind of impromptu we didn't know we were going to cut the c-span but we didn't know exactly the timing of when the vote was going to happen uh, let's let's take a break. We'll try and if we can, we'll try and pull in some comments from Gates. But at minimum, I promise you this: we will continue on with the show. We got a lot more shit to cover today, so stick with us. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be back here shortly. Stick around. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. If you're like me and you want to be prepared for the unexpected. That's where the wellness company's emergency medical kit comes Over 40% of Americans say that they would avoid a doctor or a hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation. Medical emergency kits with ivermectin. The kit contains eight potentially life-saving medications for you to keep on hand in the event of natural disasters, supply chain shortages, medical emergencies, or like an apocalyptic situation. These are the actual medications that you would need in the event of certain situations. So they've got emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics. and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books, 
They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. my pillow my passion was to help each and every one of you and 20 years later all of your support is what keeps us going because of you we've been able to create thousands of usa jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever to thank you my employees and i are bringing you a limited edition my pillow the giza elegance my pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill the most amazing cotton and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network, and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Do you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. 
Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from my pillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I really love the towels. They're really great. They're super absorbent. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know we're having the biggest clearance sale ever. Get our six-piece towel sets for only $29.88 with your promo code. My towel sets are made with proprietary technology and include two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get our six-piece towel sets. Originally $99.98, then on sale for $49.98. 98. Now we're closing them out for only $29.88 while supplies last. Once they're gone, they're gone, so please order now. Have you heard of Executive Order 14067? This little-known order implemented the digital dollar, the most sinister plan to control your spending. And it gets worse. In November, the federal government and banks began a test program to roll out the digital dollar. With this, privacy for all Americans will be lost forever. Imagine, the government can now track all of your spending. The government can tell you what you can and can't buy. The government could confiscate your cash. When digital currency was rolled out in China, Bloomberg wrote, quote, this will lead to control like no other, end quote. The EU has announced that they are next, but it is already happening in America, which makes this wealth protection guide that American Alternative Assets just put out even more urgent. Project Hamilton, as this secret order is being called, might be the scariest order to happen to privacy and freedom in America since its founding, which makes this wealth protection guide so incredibly valuable right now. Move your money out of cash and into something that doesn't infringe on your privacy. You see, there is one legal IRS-proof loophole that could protect your IRA, 401k, and pension savings with gold and silver. And this free guide tells you exactly which steps you need to take right now to move part of your IRA or 401k into precious metals with no tax consequences. As this program rolls out, the sky's the limit for the level of government control that could be enforced on your money. Protect your savings and your privacy. But in the devastation ahead, American Alternative Assets is offering you something rare, a chance to protect your wealth and possibly even grow it. All right, so as Royce White, was it Royce White? Yeah. Who said on Twitter, see what 11 people with balls can do? <laughs> yes. If you don't follow Royce White, I, I urge you to follow him. He is a good follow on Twitter. <clears throat> Man. Tell you what. Big day. Big day. We're, no one's certain where it goes, but um, but big day for sure. Big 
Big day for sure, Matt Gates. Um, you got Kevin McCarthy speaking right now, looking like an idiot. Um, imagine having that conversation. I mean, he's trying to look professional and smile, and no big deal. Like you just, bro, bro, it is a big deal. You just got fired. Your ass kicked out of the speakership. Big deal. Big deal. All right. <clears throat> Let's carry on. We'll see. We'll maybe come back to this. Maybe some sound bites and stuff will come out as we're talking. We were here. We showed it live as it happened. Didn't even anticipate that was happening. Wasn't in the script today. Wasn't in our plans today. And then it just happened. See you, Kevin. We'll, we'll come back and, and talk. If, <laughs> if the universe was righteous, it would grant me the greatest gift of ever. Greatest gift ever to me and have John Fetterman as Speaker of the House. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> well, technically, it doesn't have to be a senior member of the House. It can be anyone who's... It can be anyone. Yeah. I, I, I've got a shot. Fetterman's got a shot. We've all got a shot. Uh, Could you imagine Tom Cunningham name gets put in? I, I, would, I, would, love, I would love Tom Cunningham to be there. I, I will gladly accept that gig. If I could have weekends off. Just <laughs> <laughs> one caveat to this. <laughs> Look, he, he can only work Saturday, Sunday, sometimes Fridays. But you know what? That's, that actually works because none of these bitches actually do anything. They don't, they don't work most of the time anyway. So I think that would work out great. Wow. I'd have a big gavel because it doesn't state how big the gavel is, right? I don't think that like, like a <laughs> hand. but it's nerf. I would have a big Thor nerf gavel and it squeaks when you <laughs> squeaky. Oh man. Um, the house is adjourned. Squeaky. Yeah. <laughs> makes more sense to have squeaky, you know, toy slash clown noises there since that's what they are. A bunch of clowns, uh, sands, a very, very small number. Um, gosh, where do we want to go from here? Because we're kind of behind. The show's your oyster. I love. Do we have oysters coming? <laughs> no, we don't. I'm sorry. Stand by. <laughs> uh, let's not. Let's not have oysters to live. Let's, let's actually. Let's let's have a quick just side moment internal business here uh, that you guys just have to. Should deal I with. just mute us? We're we're we can't have oysters ever delivered. That's a bad. That seems like a really bad idea. Okay. Really bad idea. What if they're what if they're we can shucked? jump on the boat and go get some fresh ones? <laughs> what if they're shucked right in front of us? I just don't like the concept of it. I mm -hmm. I, 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 I think we can do better. Um <clears throat> Okay. Let <sighs> Hello. Let's um let's skip past this. Let's skip past this. Let's go to this. Let's do something a little fun, right? We just had McCarthy ousted. This is fun slash not fun. But we're going to totally pivot, and we're going to make that natural transition from what you'd expect of, of the House Speaker losing his role <clears throat> to high school football. Perfect. Makes sense, right? But we're going to go here. This, this, from, uh, this is from OutKick, Clay Travis's outfit over there. You have a high school football ref in Texas who's in hot water after ripping a player's helmet off. Video shows a ref absolutely mauling a player and ripping his helmet off. After the player bumped into him during a Friday game between Whitney and Dallas Madison, that according to Yahoo Sports, the player was later identified as Trey Haynes, whose dad is the head coach of Whitney. To make matters even crazier, the ref then threw a flag and ejected Haynes, despite the fact that the official was 100% in the wrong, which I think you're going to agree with here. 
We've got two angles of it. Here's the first one. I'll, I'll just say this. Watch the uh, – I hope that – I was going to say watch the linebacker in the middle. Watch the middle linebacker. He's he's on the white team there. He's the, the African-American individual on, on the crest of the circle uh, there on the left part of your screen. Just watch him. He's going to bump into the ref. No audio. He goes out of frame for a little bit. Yep. Oh, roll. Yep. So let's go back. So the ref gets in his way. He's dropping into what is going to be a hook to curl flat, you know, hook to, the hook to curl zone there uh, in terms of Whoa. stopping the. Ah. Uh, <clears throat> she's cute, but she's crazy. We're going to talk just, about her. It in just a all too. went. Sorry. It just all glitched on me. One second. So he's minutes. he's dropping into his pass zone, right? Quarterback's rolling to his right, quarterback's left. He's dropping into his pass zone, and the ref, because he's old, fat, and out of shape, gets in his way right there. This kind of stuff happens more frequently than people think of, and what happens <clears throat> is you just brush past it and carry on. You get mad and say something stupid to the ref, but then you carry on to the next play. This ref takes a different approach. He grabs because he's pissed off probably because his wife is leaving him. The kid's face mask rips his helmet off and then watch right here too, because it's not just ridiculous there. He then walks over to the kid, whips a flag out, throws it, and then ejects Trey from the game. This is the biggest load of shit I've ever seen in my life. And I know people didn't expect to talk high school football right after the house speaker was kicked out of his, his role, but Here's another clip. Let's just let's show the other angle of it. He's he's in the middle now on your right side of the screen. Get it back, Kobe! I've got a couple of questions. Okay, please, <laughs> please bring them. Um, I I, I want to know: Was there anything that led up to this? Were these guys, you know, was a kid? Was the official in the way the entire game? Was it one of these things that just came to, you know, to a head? Or was this just a one-off? And I'm not justifying the referee's right, right, actions. Right. I just want to know what was the build-up to this. From what I read, I did not hear anything about a build-up to that. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. But as the adult on the field, one of the adults on the field... <laughs> You, you throw a penalty earlier if that's happening and get the, get the kid and, and the player in, in, his, in his right mind and, and let him know what's going. But as the adult, you don't – you're in his way. You can call it however you want. The ref was in his way right. during that particular play and, and sequence of, of activities that happened there. And then you don't, if that happens, even if you get knocked over – you don't shove back or pull the kid's helmet off. Like, what the hell are you doing, bro? Like, once again, conflict resolution. Conflict resolution skills. I don't know what you got going on at home, but leave that shit at home. Don't bring it onto the field with a bunch of 15, 16, 17-year-olds. Like, the kid's just literally dropping into his, in, into his zone for pass coverage. And, and that's what's happening, and you get pissed. Now, maybe when you—I'm sure when he ripped the helmet off, I'm sure the kid was like, what the—you know, whatever are you doing? And then he got even more mad. I'm sure part of it was he was embarrassed because I'm, I'm moving slow, and I can't get out of your way, and it just pisses me off. You young kids are running around. I don't know. I don't know what it was exactly. I know it was totally wrong, 
and he was as Mudcat said, and a, a total idiot. Like, what are you doing, man? Mudcat says, I was a former back judge, and I'm embarrassed by the official's action. It's You don't see things like this. I I know that not everyone hears for, for my football commentary. We get into it every once in a while because I love football so much. But, like, I know you're not here for that. But this story is one of those ones where it's like, okay, this is an interesting story because this motherfucker right here just went crazy right. and ripped a kid's helmet off, threw him out of the game when, I'm again, I'm sure the kid said something wrong. But, bro, it all started with you. You you started this whole thing. It seems like when the kid starts to make his move and he brushes up against the official, that the official just out of, you know, out of a natural reaction would step back instead of trying to hold his ground. Right. Am I off on that? No, or? no, you 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 ease I mean Mud and Mudcat can weigh in too, being a former back just you you get out of the way of the play and let the play develop and do its thing. You don't stay in the way or rip a player's helmet off. Right. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's just, literally probably 10 other things you could have done here other than what you just did. What you just did. <laughs> I mean, and he, even if at first you were frustrated, which he would still be wrong, you know, at first he, you know, kind of grabbed the helmet then shoved him away or something, that would be different. You deliberately grabbed the face mask and then struggled to rip the helmet off. Like, it was... It, that was what your heart wanted to do. Like you went to that dark place and were like, I'm going to screw this kid up right now. And you forgot as you were saying that and doing it, the part where you said, kid, he's a high school kid, man. Get over it. Like <laughs> so ridiculous. I, I, I love some of the stories you see over on outkick. It's not cause I, I like clay. I don't know. Clay Buck and I are good friends, but I don't, I don't know clay personally. But I love some of the stories there. I saw that one there this morning. I'm like, oh, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about this. Mudcat says, the umpire on my crew was 6'4", 260 pounds. I once saw a kid on a crossing route run into the umpire and crumble to the ground in a heap. Accident, no ill intent. Yeah, that's different. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> and, and stuff happens. I mean, stuff happens. It's a fast-moving game. You as, as a back judge, as an umpire, as, as, as any part of the, the officiating crew – you don't know how the play is going to develop. Some some of the kids hell don't like it's just, it. Just it it happens and it all happens fast. But you don't respond to a young teenage kid by being a total dick. Like that's that's not the way to go. And I can tell you from being I was high school coach for a little bit too. I can tell you all these things are flipped around and different things. There's things that I've said and done as a coach that's like I wish I hadn't done that. Not to the kids necessarily that too probably, but like to the like to the refs and to other. But I've never, I've never run up and ripped a kid's helmet off. I, I'm just saying I've got some discipline. Maybe not, maybe not a ton. But <clears throat> interesting story. Let's stay with sports though for a second, and then we'll maybe come back to some of the uh, McCarthy stuff here in a little bit. But there's a couple of things I want to hit on, and we're gonna kind of go. Just go with me here. These are these are not direct sports stories, but they're sports adjacent stories, culture adjacent stories. And you've got former Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer, who's come out to publicly address allegations that he committed sexual assault. You've maybe seen his video, his rebuttal video by now. But this is the first time that he's spoken about it since the whole thing started, since the first accusation was made. And you've got attorneys in the case that reveal that the claims made by the accusing woman, whose name is Lindsay Hill, you'll see here shortly, actually you've already seen her, but you'll see her again, have been withdrawn with prejudice. Bauer, who played a season of baseball in Japan after he was cut by the Dodgers due to the allegations. So he loses 
his job with the Dodgers because of all this. Addressed the claims in a video, he revealed that Lindsey Hill, the accuser, sent her friend a text message prior to making the allegations, which show her intentions to make the false claims. Here was Trevor explaining it all. Next victim, star pitcher for the Dodgers. A text Lindsey Hill sent to a friend before she ever even met me. What should I steal? She asked another in reference to visiting my house for the first time. The answer, take his money. So how might that work? I'm going to his house Wednesday, she said. I already have my hooks in. You know how I roll. Then, after the first time we met, net worth is 51 mil, she said. Bitch, you better secure the bag, was the response. Uh, but, but how was she going to do that? Need daddy to choke me out, she said. Being an absolute whore to try to get in on his 51 million, read another text. Uh, then, after the second time we met, former Padres pitcher Jacob Nix told her, you got to get this bag. I'll give you 50,000, Lindsay replied. Her AA sponsor asked her at one point, do you feel a tiny bit guilty? Not really, she replied. Since then, her legal team has approached me multiple times about coming to a financial settlement. But as I have done since day one, I refuse to pay her even a single cent. Uh, in August of 2021, Lindsay Hill's claims were heard in court. And during those legal proceedings, critical information was deliberately and unlawfully concealed from me and my legal team. Uh, information like this video, which was taken by Lindsay Hill herself the morning after she claimed she was brutally attacked, emotionally traumatized, and desperate to get away from me. Uh, and now we have the metadata, so there can be no dispute. Uh, it was taken mere minutes before she left my house on the morning of May 16th, 2021, without my knowledge or consent, of course. Uh, in it, you can see her lying in bed next to me while I'm sleeping, smirking at the camera without a care in the world, or any marks on her face. I think it paints a pretty clear picture of what actually happened the evening of May 15th and why the video was originally concealed from us. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, after hearing the evidence available to her, Judge Diana Gold Saltman found that Lindsay Hill had misled the court. She found her claims to be materially misleading. Uh, she denied her request for a domestic violence restraining order, and she found that no sexual assault or non-consensual conduct took place. Now, some of you might not know about restraining order hearings. I know I didn't, but uh, I've since learned that uh, it's extremely rare for a request for a restraining order to be denied because the standard of proof that you need to obtain one is extremely low. So you can make of that what you will. The fact is I was never arrested. I was never charged with a crime and I won the only legal proceeding that took place without my side of the story even being heard. Uh, and most importantly, as I've said from day one, I never sexually assaulted Lindsay Hill, or anyone else for that matter. Uh, so I sued her, which prompted her to countersue me. Quite frankly, regardless of the outcome in court, I've paid significantly more in legal fees than Lindsay Hill could ever pay me in her entire life. Uh, and I knew that would be the case going in. But the lawsuit was never about the money for me. It was the only way for me to obtain critical information to clear my name. Uh, the discovery process in that lawsuit recently concluded at which point uh, Lindsay Hill's legal team again came to us with another proposal to resolve the case. Uh, this time, however, they weren't seeking any money from me. Having received uh, much of the information that had been hidden from us, uh, a small portion of which I've referenced here, um, I was willing to agree to the terms proposed. Both parties would drop their respective lawsuits and neither of us would pay either side any money. Uh, I also retained my right to speak publicly about the case, something I have not been at liberty to do since June of 2021. So, as of today, both lawsuits have been settled. Now, over the last two years, I've been forced to defend my integrity 
uh, and my reputation in a very public setting. But hopefully this is the last time I have to do so, as I'd prefer to just remain focused on doing my job, uh, winning baseball games and entertaining fans around the world. So today, I'm happy to be moving on with my life. So, <clears throat> great, great response, very detailed response, very clever response by Trevor Bauer there. And good for him that he's at the point now where he can share it uh, and and do this. Um, <clears throat> real quick, I want to get to the commentary about what he just said. But just FYI, here here is um, here is this chick. What's her name again? Lindsay Some, Hill. Lindsay Hill. Here's Lindsay Hill uh, at a concert, pre-concert, causing a scene before, just to kind of help set the scene some more. So she seems classy. Was she screaming at the end or singing at the end? I couldn't. I, she's, <laughs> she's got a lot of problems. More important than that video, everyone has a bad night. Is is the text that you saw in it with with her friend and and as it pertained to everything happening with with her and and Trevor and and going after his money. And here's the deal: as as uh, as someone said earlier, I'm trying to look back. Uh, Mike said it. This shit pisses me off. She needs to go to fucking jail, like like literally a jail. Where he goes a little stronger um, than I'll say for the podcast there, but. But I, but I agree with you. I mean, this kind of stuff happens all the time. Right. And it's going to continue to happen until we as a society or the court system view what she did just as egregious as what she claimed happened. Until that happens, this is going to continue. Yeah. And I agree with, with the person who just sent in that text. She needs to go to prison. This was an orchestrated shakedown on somebody who was innocent by claiming sexual assault. That's fucked up. And that it is that that in, you know, when it first came out, you know, when when Trevor was accused of sexual assault. Yes, you have to take that seriously. But now do we find out that this has happened and what her motives are? The justice system has to take that seriously, and they need. She needs to do significant time. A message has to be sent to people who are willing to ruin other people's lives for financial gain. That there's going to be a price to pay for it, and until that happens, we're going to keep seeing this happen to people all over the United States. No, we absolutely. Are. It, it, well, it's like so many issues that we have across the country, whether it's D.C., whether it's. <sighs> nominees or people in civil service jobs doing things and, and politicizing and weaponizing their job and then getting away with it or whether it's women making false claims there has to be a precedent set and look again there are there are men who make horrible decisions and and cause harm and emotional and physical all that kind of stuff to, to women for sure absolutely of course that happens it sucks it shouldn't but it but it does but there's just as many cases these days 
of this where you've got a woman who's like oh he's worth what oh you know he's or maybe he's not even worth that much now oh i just I, I i'm gonna ruin his life for fun for shits and gigs he's a college star i'm gonna do it it doesn't matter the level you 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 do that i i just don't get i i I, I would never do, and but I understand the concept more in this case of what she's going for. You're going for money. This is you're you're a slut. You want money. You think this is an opportunity. But generally speaking, with all of these types of cases, money is sometimes in, involved. But a lot of times, it's just I want to ruin this person's life, and yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that spirit whatsoever. And I, I've had to do some horrible things in my life overseas, and it's involved lots of horrible things with people. But when you're when you're outside of that, and that was right or wrong and different, whatever for national security. When you're in a normal setting, even doing that, my point is, I guess, even doing that when I'm back here, I have no desire to do this kind of stuff or make someone else's life miserable whatsoever. We joke about people all the time. I, I Lindsey Graham is is super weak in the knees. Joe Biden is a horrible person. AOC, beautiful, dumb as a pile of rocks. I don't want the worst for all of them. Some of you guys do, and that's fine. I just, I just want to move along, and, and and there. But there's a there's a portion of society out there who says, "Who can I fuck over today?" And I I don't I don't I don't get that mindset. I don't. I've never understood that mindset or that 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 seed that's within them. That's and she's probably had a lot of seeds put in her. Like I, I don't know. I don't, I don't get that. I just don't, I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, yeah, it doesn't make any sense because you've accomplished things in your life. People who accomplish things in their lives, whether it be within their career, buying a house, whatever you feel that, you know, a, an accomplishment is that you've made for yourself, that you generated through your own success, you know, you, you're, you're pleased with that. And that's why you don't have to act like she does. The people who go after others, and especially successful people, the reason why they're going after them is because they have this void in their life where they've never accomplished anything. Yeah. And they feel a tremendous amount of resentment toward people who look like they're enjoying life and having fun and living the life they wish they had or the platform that they wish they had, or the followers that they wish they had. And their life is devoid of that, so the only way that they can get any kind of, of self-gratification about their own miserable existence is to try and tear other people down. It's really unfortunate that, you know, that there's a huge segment of the population like that, but it's only exacerbated through social media, where it's a lot easier to go after people who are nameless and faceless. If you were ha if you were to go after the same person in person with the same vitriol that you have online, we would be seeing a lot less of it because most of these people would be getting their ass kicked on a daily basis. Yeah, and 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 you you, you do you I mean you kind of need that? Like again, not condoning or promoting violence whatsoever, but. There, there's some people who just need to get punched in the face and 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 learn a lesson uh that's just that's just kind of where we are well let's go from there to something i think more positive this might not be your cup of tea again i'll just remind you to look at the title of the show it's called this is my show we're, so we're going to play these clips here but and tom you'll like this one yes the miami dolphins because you got a dolphins player here tua you got tua and this is too, and so we've got also, and again, I'm not trying to make this about sports or football, sports and football important to me. I think it, it can be such a great tool and such a great 
tool for discipline and development and all that kind of stuff. But that's that's not the point of this. The point of this is we're talking about this Lindsay chick. We're talking about what happened to Trevor. We're talking about D.C. on a daily basis and what a train wreck it is. We're talking about all sorts of things. Hunter Biden, the Biden family writ large. And there's not a lot of positivity out there. Well, well, Tua and the Dolphins, unfortunately, Tom, sorry, as you know, lost this weekend. They put up 70 the week before, then played Buffalo, who's a great football team. They they didn't lose. They just didn't win. Oh, okay. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I, I, I said that wrong. They just didn't win. That's very, very uh, millennial of you to say. Um, so, but, but this is him in the post-show press conference after a loss. And I just wonder, why can't we... I say this about me too. Why can't we be more like this right here? Yeah, I, I think the, the best thing about um, being a believer of Jesus Christ, like to me is that good Lord up above doesn't care whether you win a game, whether you lose a game. Um, and for, for me, it's, it's been a little tough having to play on Sundays, um, having to understand that you know not not able to go to church um really a, a lot of it is having to watch church online after games and and things like that but allowing me this platform um you know is to me is the best thing in the world to be able to profess my faith um, something that i firmly believe in something that's been uh, uh foundationally ins instilled in me at a young age and um you know when i'm out there like I even I even pray before I go go out to um, go out to series and whatnot. Like I'm always praying, you know. Like I'm I'm on a sideline. Looks like I'm talking to myself, speaking in tongues. Like some people think, what this guy knows how to speak in tongues. I mean, I, I grew up grew up in a um, non-denominational Christian church my entire life. Um, so yeah, like that. I mean, it, it does a lot. And so having to remember scripture always keeps me encouraged in continuing to press forward, uh, especially in times like this. So I, uh, I'm not speaking specifically about him speaking in tongues or any of that. I don't know where you guys stand on that. That's not the point of this conversation. Uh, I am I am I am a believer in a lot of things you probably wouldn't be um, you may be surprised about. But but my broader point is is the positivity he's finding the good in things he's finding out or he's discussing what's more important than all the stuff we get spun up about all the time he's talking about his faith and and our existence down here and i just i, I think it's refreshing to see that and and and, and some people are like well you lost so it's easy to just lean on christ and lean on this. like no like he's had a really good year a lot of people think he's the front runner for the mvp so like he's having a good year He's talking about things that are positive after a loss, making sure that people keep their perspectives in check. You have a bad day, you're pissed about something, and then you find out your neighbor's kid died. Your day's not so bad anymore. Yeah, whatever the case might be, you get it. You get the perspective, and, and there's a positivity that comes with his message. There's a spiritual component for sure, but there's positivity just to make it even uh, a step down for that. But then you go, and I just want to share one more example, and then we'll move on. But you've got Thomas Rhett. I'm a big country music guy. Thomas Rhett's a country megastar. If you haven't seen this, medical emergency happening right in the pit. Right in the pit. And, and you got to be in the pit. The pit's so good. So good. But right in the pit. And rather than just breaking or going backstage and taking a break, 
the dude stopped and did the right thing. He stopped and prayed over the fan right there and got the whole arena involved in it. This this is the scene right here. After healing over Terry right now, we know that you were the ultimate physician. We know that you were the ultimate healer. Um, pray for Terry's family right now, who's uh, very scared. For Terry, who is very scared. God, we know that you were a miracle worker. We just pray over Terry and his family right now. Um, we ask that everybody in this room, after they leave tonight, would continue to pray for Terry and his family. We love you. We thank you for Jesus. We pray this in his name. Amen. All right. So keep in mind, that stage was dark. That arena was quiet. Moments prior, that arena was bright. Popping off, loud as all. I've been to a ton of his shows. He puts on an amazing show. If you can go to a Thomas Rhett show, go to a Thomas Rhett show. But he did the right thing. He didn't make it about him or anything else. He he did like there was a person in need, and there was her. And point being is, with all of this, with Tua, with this, with with the story leading into this, with Lindsey King Hill, whatever her name is, Lindsey Hill, Lindsey Hill. <laughs> Y'all, being human's not that hard. It's not that hard. It, you don't have to be the same level of your faith as Tua or Thomas or this or that. Just be a better freaking human, man. Like, don't don't go after someone and text your friend that you're going to sleep with them and then claim he beat you to get part of his $51 million contract. Like, it's just, we, we got to do better. We got to do better. It's not hard to do better. I, I know it seems like it is for some people, but it's just not. I don't, I, and at the end of the day, I love seeing stories like this. We don't see enough of them. We don't share them as much, not because we're not looking for them, but they just don't, they don't exist as much as they should. So I think it's, um, I think it's really good. Um, and I love seeing it and I love people standing up for that. And I know it's not everyone's cup of tea and that's fine. I'm not trying to shove you into that bin either. I, again, the broader message is be a better human, look out for other people, uh, Put your priorities in the right place and keep perspective of things. Um, and with that, we're going to go back to what happened on the Hill today. You ready, Tom? Ready. Okay. I haven't heard this clip Raring yet. Raring to go. So McCarthy gets ousted. It's so fun seeing all the footage over here on the different news channels. McCarthy gets ousted. He's done. Gates wins. McCarthy loses. TBD on whether American people win or lose, likely, likely still going to lose because the system is set up against us. According to CNN, there'll be no speaker election tonight. Okay. They're, they're not going to. Not going to do it. Okay. <clears throat> Which makes sense. There's there's going to be some serious thing. I mean, but I tell you this, there's not going to be a vote tonight. Yes. There'll be a meeting tonight at 630, but they're not going to vote. But there is going to be a shit ton of... Think of all the cocktail hours and all of the behind-the-doors meetings that are going to happen in D.C. tonight. We're probably happening leading up to this vote, too, for sure. But there is some serious wheeling and dealing going on behind the scenes right now. Um, it's it's going to happen. When the vote happens, it happens. I don't know. Maybe it'll be during our show again tomorrow. We can be bringing that live as well. But Gates comes out of the Capitol. He's He's... Flooded by reporters, and this is at least part of the scene here. 
Fee than analyzed the House of Representatives today. To whose benefit? People have called you a narcissist. People say that is to your benefit alone. Is it to the benefit of you and to Donald Trump? It's the benefit of this country that we have a better Speaker of the House than Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy couldn't keep his word. He made an agreement in January regarding the way Washington would work, and he violated that agreement. We are $33 trillion in debt. We are facing $2.2 trillion annual deficits. We face a de-dollarization globally that will crush Americans, working-class Americans. Kevin McCarthy is a feature of the swamp. He has risen to power by collecting special interest money and redistributing that money in exchange for favors. Uh, we are breaking the fever now, and we should elect a speaker who's better. So if not Kevin McCarthy, then who? Then who? You said last night that Steve Scalise was a name that you floated to potentially be speaker. Where do things stand right now? If not McCarthy, then who? Well, uh, you know, the stages of grief, I think, are... Uh, in progress right now with some of my colleagues. I think there was a stage of denial, and I've certainly experienced a good amount of their anger, and now we appear to be headed toward bargaining. I think the world of Steve Scalise, I think he'd make a phenomenal speaker. We've got less than 45. I'm afraid of $33 trillion in debt crushing the working people in my district. I'm afraid of the dollar losing its status as the global reserve currency. If they want to expel me, let me know when they have the Has vote. Has anyone talked less than 45 days left before we... Sorry, go we've ahead. got less than 45 days left before you have to pass a budget, which is something that you've been wanting to do. Doesn't this just completely paralyze the House? I mean, we could see 15 more rounds. I don't think we will. Uh, I think Kevin McCarthy should take a hint. After 15 ballots to become speaker, after eight months of a failed speakership, and after removal uh, in this historic manner, I think we should move on and find somebody else. What's paralyzed the House of Representatives has been the failure of Speaker McCarthy. What paralyzed the House of Representatives was not taking up appropriations bills. We left for a six-week vacation while the appropriations process hung in the balance. And because I forced these people to take a few votes, you think I'm paralyzing the House of Representatives? I think the House of Representatives has been paralyzed for the last several decades as we've refused to pass a budget and as we've governed by continuing resolution and omnibus bill. So I think that this represents the ripping off of the Band-Aid, and that's what we need to do to get back on track. How do you pass anything if 200 Republicans— How do you pass anything— say to your colleagues who argue you don't have another name right now? You don't have someone else who could get 218 votes. What do you tell those colleagues? Well, I would tell them that for certain, Kevin McCarthy can't get 218 votes, so let's try the next person. How do you pass something? With, with, with pro tem, obviously. Uh, there would have to be a, a real meeting of the minds there. Congressman Gates, how do you pass something if there's sorry, 200, else, if there's 200 Republicans? Somebody else has another question. Are you going to ask for uh, a guarantee from whoever is the, or, uh, floated as a candidate for the next speaker for them to actually move the appropriations process along in a speed that satisfies you? Yes. Congressman, at this Sir, point, will you be putting yourself forward for the speakership? Absolutely not. I have no desire to be Speaker of the House. How do you pass, Congressman, with, with all due respect, how do you pass something if you don't have 200 Republicans behind you? I know we've already asked about names, but what about Emmer and others? I think the world of Tom Emmer. He'd make a great speaker. Have you spoken with Scalise? You, have you spoken with Emmer? Uh, I've spoken with him, but I'll probably keep our conversations between us. What was going through your head when the vote gaveled down and it was official McCarthy wasn't Speaker? Just, we yeah. we got to move to the next step. You know, we, we are not at the end of this process, okay? At, at most, we're approaching halftime. Uh, we've got to be able to assemble a governing coalition. We have to build from a place of trust. The reason Kevin McCarthy went down today is because nobody trusts Kevin McCarthy. Kevin
Kevin McCarthy has made multiple contradictory promises, and when they all came due, he lost he lost votes of people who maybe don't even ideologically agree with me on everything. Take for example my colleague from South Carolina, Miss Mace. She's she has different views than I do on a variety of subjects, but what we had in common, Kevin McCarthy lied to but all of us. Hold on a second. You're saying you're saying that nobody trusts Kevin McCarthy, but you're talking about including yourself, about seven Republicans compared to about 200 and and, and about you know some odd Republicans who actually do trust him. So can you kind of explain yes. that here? Well, Where? as it turns out, getting 200 Republicans to trust you isn't enough to Wait, stay speaker. Compared to Congress, seven at this Republicans point, at this point, have you, you spoken to former any? President Trump about this since the ousting? Was he supportive of the of what you were doing? Uh, I have spoken to President Trump over the last several days. The ousting only occurred several minutes ago, so we haven't spoken during well, that. President time. Trump, though, put on he put on Truth Social that he didn't think this was a good idea. He didn't want to see Republicans fighting with other Republicans. How do you respond to the former president? Uh, I, I would uh, I would say that uh, my conversations with the former president leave me with great confidence that I'm doing the right thing. Did the former president call you today? Did the former president call you today? Who are concerned about the future of the conservative agenda in the House GOP? Uh, I would say that the conservative agenda was being paralyzed by Speaker McCarthy. We hadn't even sent an, a subpoena to Hunter Biden. Our oversight was lackluster. Our spending priorities were misaligned. The top line budget was going to lead to more inflation, more debt, more challenges. So the best way to advance the conservative agenda is to move forward with a new speaker. So are you gonna, what is the end game? Are you going to require that any future speaker elected allows the motion to vacate to stay at a one-person threshold? Yes. Congressman, yes, considering that Steve Scalise votes in line with Speaker McCarthy most of the time, why should he want the job after this just happened? Well, that's a question for him, I guess, he's not me. He said he's uninterested. He's already said he's. Oh, I haven't heard him say that. No, no, no he's already. Well, what has he said to you? Well, here's what I would say. Here's what I say. I think a lot of members are going to reflect on their thinking after this historic moment. I think anything that people have said before the McCarthy ouster uh, is probably uh, bearing less weight than the way people may be thinking about these questions after the McCarthy okay, Lots of questions, <laughs> which is natural, right? It's natural. What, what about this? Who about this? Who's, good? Who's the person going to be? What do you think about this? Uh... All right, everyone simmer down. Here, here again, you've got to look at this in, in, in simpler terms to start. It is a very complicated situation. It is going to lead to more complications. Yes, 100%. But you got to look at it first and foremost as a win as a win for pushing back against the status quo we could end up getting with our win a loss on the heels of said win it is a possibility in fact it's a very distinct possibility we could get a great person in there it's po you know, but I, I wouldn't count on it i hope for it don't count on it but it, it still is a win that mccarthy is out and you've got you've got the comment from the one reporter asking if he had talked to Trump because of course they want to make it about Trump, but asking if he had talked to Trump, and then them saying Trump thought it was a bad idea. Trump has has stuck with McCarthy way more than I thought he ever would, which has been disappointing, by the way. But the comment was, "We don't need fighting internally speaking." I agree, we don't. But here's a news flash for everyone out there: our side hates each other almost more than the other side hates each other, if not more. It's happening. There is a huge fracture, fractures plural, in the Republican Party. We have tons of issues. McCarthy getting ousted as Speaker of the House 
is a part of it, yes, and it's, it shows that there is that fracture, sure, but it's not what started it. It's been going on. It, this, is, this is the byproduct of people who say they represent us not actually representing us. Yeah, and, you know, right now the Republican Party has people like me in it, <laughs> you know, and I've always been there, but there were times where I'm like, ah, this party really isn't reflective of me, but the alternative are the fucking communists, and there's no way that I'm going with those, you know, demons over there, those communists, That that's just, that's not in it, but with the way things are going, you know, people like... You know, the McConnells, the Grams, the Romneys, that sort of old school Republicans, people like myself who are in the Republican Party dislike those people and the feelings mutual. I know they can't stand me as much as I can't stand them. And so now it's a battle of wills. And I think there are going to be a lot more people within the Republican Party or gravitating toward the Republican Party who would like to be a part of it if those assholes aren't as prominent as they are yeah, to go in a different direction because right now we're going in the same direction as the communists. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, and I'm not, I, it, this always sounds like I'm trying to make a point for, for, for me. I, I'm really not, but I'd left unregistered with the Republican party because of people like this. You guys are a total failure. I want nothing to do with you. I want nothing to do with you. It, 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 there, there has to, there has to be change. I want to be, Here's the deal. I want to be a Republican. I am a Republican. The problem is the Republican Party doesn't represent Republicans. So it, it puts us in this really tricky position here. Uh, but <clears throat> I, I, I don't know. I'm dying to see where this goes. I don't know that Scalise could get them. Maybe he could. But here, here, here's the weird thing. Here's the weird thing about 2023 in America is let's say you get someone who's great on our side, someone that we think is great. Scalise, whoever, throw in a name, whoever you like, doesn't matter. Just fill in the blank for the sake of the iteration. And there starts to be traction like, yeah, I think that could actually work. I think that person could actually get through. My my first gut reaction, if if I hear that, is, oh, I think he could he could pass the vote and get in, is crap. Is he one like is he what side's he on? Yeah, exactly. Because if if it's if it's if it's not going to be a significant hurdle to get over to get someone in now in this situation now that the seat's vacated it, all it tells me is that that person plays both sides might not be true but that's everything else we see prevailing logic tells us today that they're on the other side until they can prove that they're on our side. So if someone's like, yeah, he'd be a great candidate, let's get him through and and we'll put up a little bit of resistance, but it's going to be just kind of a done deal, just kind of a paper a paper drill. <sighs> I've got concerns about that person. I mean, it's it, it's almost, I'm not suggesting it, I don't want it, it's almost better if we don't get this, <laughs> the damn seat because at least you don't have to question is that person legit or not. Right. I don't really mean that. I want us to have the seat. You you get where I'm coming from, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I for comedic values, I would like prefer Fetterman. But if I can't have Fetterman, I'll take Hank Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Maxine. <laughs> this. But okay, so the Speaker of the House determines what bills get voted on, right? That go into the Senate and what comes to the floor. Right. As long as they think that they have enough votes to get something through. So we still control the House, correct? 
So even if Hakeem Jeffries did become the Speaker of the House, the Democrats introduce a bill. If they don't have the votes, it's not going to pass anyways. Right. So I would rather have the House in gridlock right now. Yeah. No, I mean, here, that's McCarthy keep passing things that are of no benefit to us. Nor no benefit and or worse, a huge detriment to yeah. us, which has been the case on a lot of these things. I, I agree. I That's what we need the rest of the time that Biden is in office, frankly, for a long time until we get things really sorted out. We need gridlock there. Don't get anything done. You guys, are, look, look, if there's one thing you're good at, uh, well, two, there's two things. One, you're good at fucking the American people. But two, the next thing you're, you're decent at is not getting much done. Hone in on that. Yeah. Hone in on that, that, that skill of yours of not getting anything done and don't get anything done. Just fight back and forth, have some political theater, call a hearing on stuff, go get some drinks at the Mayflower or wherever afterwards, and then go back to the, the business as normal of not getting anything done because that's what we need. We need nothing. The last thing I want is anyone in D.C. thinking for themselves. Right. I, I, please, please, whatever you do, don't think for yourself. Don't act on anything. You're not qualified to do it. Just let's let's just, for the love of God, move forward. Um, that's not going to happen, though, is it, Tom? I don't think so, because there is just so much bloodlust to increase taxes and overregulate everything and just seize more power and centralize it that it just it's like a, a bloated bumblebee trying to make love to the nectar of a buttercup. Hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean, I was going to say something similar. It took, took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> man. <laughs> <laughs> on that on that note, um, I don't even know how to segue out of that one. Um, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you that we will be here tomorrow because we will. We will be here Thursday, which we will, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern. There are some announcements that seem imminent that are coming. We will... Yeah, every time you say there's some announcements, I always think that I'm in church. <laughs> yes. It's like, before we get started, we have a few announcements. Yes. The youth are going to camp again. Yes. This yep. Friday, there's going to be a fish fry in the parish hall. <laughs> and don't forget to bring your bread to give out to the homeless next week. Are we doing that next week? No. Okay. And we I'd also like should. to mention that uh, Art Kunkel, the, uh, one of the Knights of Columbus, just bowled a perfect 300 game in the bowling league. So Great job, Art! <laughs> And let's hear it up for the youth that did great in the Nationals with their uh, human video to, gosh, I can't think of a good 90s song. Next now. Thursday is going to be Monte Carlo night, so make sure that you bring all your fake money to Monte Carlo <laughs> night. And then the following Wednesday will be the ice cream social uh, shortly after uh, school's out. Mm. That's great. <laughs> That's great. I'm glad we did this. Um, <laughs> Okay, folks, we will, uh, we've got more of that kind of shenanigans coming, no doubt, in the post-show press conference. That was like a, a post-show press conference tease. It's a mouge-bouge, yeah. Um, so we're headed to the post-show press conference sponsored by Colon Sport. RVM Roundup with Chad Caton coming up after that. We've got Colonel Rob Manus. That will start at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we do have some exciting announcements coming your way. Uh, we just got to button them all up before we bring them to you. For now, we're going to go into the night, continue debating the McCarthy ouster uh, Gates's win and what that looks like. We, I'm sure, will do it again tomorrow on the show. For now, we're going to head to the post-show press conference. Be safe, be smart, be free. And now, get.
get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference. Sponsored by Colon Sport, the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. All right. Interesting day, was it not? Get a Speaker of the House ousted. Said it wasn't going to happen. He did. And I actually, in fairness, I did too. I thought I thought that they'd come up a little bit shy. But it happened 216 to 210. A couple people not there. Several people not there, in fact. Uh, and Kevin McCarthy is out. Pretty short tenure for someone who wanted that job for a really long time. Got it. Lost it. So, um, yeah, that's where we are. But uh, it was an interesting show for sure. Interesting show for sure. We're um, <clears throat> we're going to be busy this week. Lots of lots of things going on. Obviously, there's going to be some more conversation about all of this. <clears throat> but for now, let's get uh, <clears throat> excuse me as I cough on myself here. Let's get to some some questions. I know that I can see you guys buzzing back there. I can't exactly see you because it's always dark where you guys are. But let's go with the uh, first question over. Let's go over here. Greetings, Drew. Sebastian J. Bombay, the Big Apple. Yeah, what's up? I want to talk about Kevin McCarthy and his ouster. It seems to me the Republicans are in total, total disarray, which I, I, I completely adore and find delicious because it truly is the party of the hayseed. And so now, with it being in such disarray, do you think it's time now for the Republicans just to throw in the flag and join full-on with the Democrat Party? Just have one party and just totally eliminate any sort of elections in the future. <laughs> You're shitting me, right, Sebastian? I mean— not that your notion is off the mark, just that your notion has been that w what you're saying has been happening for a while. We have one party, bro. There's folks on your side that hate each other. There's folks on my side that hate each other. But at the end of the day, the real problem is, is, well, we're all fighting each other. You've got folks in D.C., some with an R by their name, some with a D by their name, and they're playing for the same team. And, and that's that's. That's just the truth of the matter here. So I, I, I'm sure that you are gloating about his ouster. I think that both sides should be gloating about it because, again, it's challenging the status quo. It's bringing change that is needed. Doing the same thing never is a good idea, uh, especially when it's not been working. So I think that um, this is this is one of those situations that both sides should have uh, some some eagerness and happiness about. Uh, lots of question marks, too, as to where it goes next. But um, it, your, your thought that isn't it just time to be one party, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard, man. We've been in one party for a long time. Next question. Si, senor, it's Diego. Hey, Diego. I, I have two questions. Okay. The first one, the mayor of Chicago, he's suing the car companies yeah. for the— Yeah, and Hyundai, yeah. yeah. He, so do you think that this is a, something that he's just trying to compensate for lacking of controlling his city? Yeah, well, yeah. This is this is pivoting and taking the blame off of him, uh, where it solely belongs, or at least predominant. Let's 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 be fair. Predominantly belongs and putting it on the backs of car manufacturers, which is it, it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen to to blame 
Kia and Hyundai or however the hell you say their name uh, for for car theft in Chicago. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. What's your next question? And then uh, the question is regarding Lindsay Hill. Yes, that Does, the the slut. Yeah, yeah. Do do you think she may have the whereabouts of the guns that would be being shipped to Mexico? Or you're still talking about that? No, then no one, bro. Those things have been gone for a long time. We we've been talking about those for months. She certainly probably given the gold digger aspect to her probably is, would love to look for them or, or any kind of narcotic shipment so she could make some money off of it but hopefully she goes to jail because i tell you what what she did to trevor bauer and what people like her her ilk do to other athletes and prominent figures around the country and it could go either way it happened you know in this this case it's a it's a female going after a male <clears throat> playing into the system where where males always are are guilty until proven innocent that that's such a crock of shit what happened um to him and i'm i'm so glad that he's come out has the receipts and that the cases and the lawsuits have gone the way that they have but uh she doesn't to answer your question no i don't think she does uh and i hope that people like her have learned a valuable lesson that this is this is not a game it used to be that way where you just get to say whatever you want make stuff up uh, and certainly if something did happen and it's true, please come forward and speak to someone, bring the receipts, bring the proof, the records, all of that stuff. But so many people do this uh, when there's absolutely nothing there and they're just trying to exploit other individuals and, and make their lives miserable. And it's, it's, it, I can't think of something a whole lot more wrong than that. Let's take one last question. <laughs> hey Drew, <laughs> Chefy Snops here, <laughs> the Eskimo Blade. <laughs> so Drew, my question <laughs> is about Donald Trump <laughs> in court. And uh, when he was in court, <laughs> and he ordered the McDonald's. <laughs> Did he order any Happy Meals? <laughs> Does that seriously? Can can we, if we're gonna let him in here, can we get him like some Xanax or something? Uh, I'm I'm not for drugging the press corps, but if if we have to, that's it's just it's what we got to do. I don't know if there's Happy Meals in there or not. Um, I, it's it's painful to answer your questions. It's painful to listen to your questions. I, I just gotta say that I know that comes off harsh. Um, it was interesting. I thought it was a great troll move that he ordered a shit ton, six bag, at least six bags that we could see of McDonald's uh, on, on recess during the, the court appearance yesterday. But don't know about Happy Meals. Um, stay excited, man. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'll say this. I'm jealous of how eager and excited you are about everything. You guys have a great day. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll hit this again tomorrow. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.
Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Welcome 